0: We want to thank our two sponsors this week, Electro Voice and SK Coffee. Electrovoice. For 91 years, Electrovoice has designed and engineered leading edge sound reinforcement solutions, products that empower the performer, exceed the expectations of the audio professional, and elevate the audience experience. Electrovoice makes live sound solutions, speakers, portable speakers, and microphones. They were kind enough to provide us with the mics we're using today and are a big part of helping make this podcast possible. So thank you to all the folks over at Electrovoice we really appreciate it and SK coffee SK coffee provides amazing quality coffee beans Seriously, some of the best stuff I've tried up here. And what's better is these guys work directly with the farmers who provide their beans to provide the utmost integrity and standards when it comes to importing their beans. So go to skcoffee.org where you can purchase individual bags of beans or sign up for a subscription. Use the code GREENROOM, all one word, again, Green Room, to get 15% off your first order. Uh, Again, skcoffee.org, use the code GREENROOM to get 15% off your first order. Uh, Seriously, you guys, this coffee is amazing. I've tried the Peruvian and Guatemalan blends, and they're both out of this world. I spent some time down in Guatemala a few years back, and one of my favorite parts of being down there was waking up every morning and being able to drink their coffee. And now I think I can get an equivalent cup with their Guatemalan blend up here from SK Coffee. So go to skcoffee.org. Again, use the code GREENROOM for 15% off your first order. Thanks again to Electro-Voice and SK Coffee. Oh, well. Fuck it. We're recording now.
1: Whoa, that was terrible. These popping noises brought to you by Sleepy V's mini donut shop. Uh, oh, is that good? By the way, mini donut, I just drove a by mega there. experience.
0: I just drove by to Sleepy V's. Is that good? <laughs>
1: it's delicious. It's obviously the only thing on my mind right now.
0: <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna stop in there and get coffee, and then I was gonna stop into Matchbox Coffee. Have you ever been there?
1: No, I haven't. But been. I think it's
0: uh, cash only, and I didn't have cash, so then I had to. Double back and go to McDonald's. What
1: a loser. I
0: know. I know.
1: Sleepy V's is really good. They have this staple donut called the Homer. It looks like the Simpsons donut. Oh really? And it's pineapple hibiscus flavored. Woo! And then they partnered up with Dangerous Man Brewing across the street. Yeah, they And have they a made sour, a right? pineapple hibiscus donut beer together.
2: Whoa. Oh yeah.
1: And it just came out.
2: Really? Yeah, I've been wanting was, to try it. They yeah. have Keystone and then they throw one of the donuts in and let it sit for three months. Exactly. And then it it's yeah. in new beer.
1: It has to brew mm-hmm. in the donut hops.
2: <laughs> mm. That sounds uh, actually, that's yummy. i know we should
1: go get a crowler or something
2: yeah can we do that today after this right? maybe
1: you know <clears throat> i imagine it was probably pretty good all of these like opaque <clears throat> hazy orange beers that are coming out of northeast minneapolis right now in my opinion are so good <laughs> like uh the fruit shake milkshake or fruit punch milkshake ipa from modest is called the spf it was delicious.
2: Fruch, wow, that sounds—that's like a mouthful. I've never even—I can't even imagine what that would. It
1: was so tasty. Chain, fruit, I tried one just yesterday, actually. Called—have you heard of um, War Pig Brewery or something? War I Pigs. Have, I have. Yeah, they have one called the Old Geezer or something, and it was Ooh, like yum. I was saying like a hazy orange IPA with like hints of like passion fruit, mango, pineapple, and stuff in it, and it was super delicious too. Mm. Anyway, mm. go well, try it. Yeah, welcome to orange the podcast. Orange hazy. Yeah, welcome. Mm. Apparently, we need to go get a drink donuts. after this. <laughs> <laughs> or, and beer. Let's oh, just cancel. Are the podcast. we police?
2: Oh, oh,
0: should I call in sick for work? Should I call in skished? I'm. You calling might in not sick. have
1: to fake it if we eat enough donuts. Hey, hey I could just uh,
0: go to my old go-to
2: and order a bunch of Dominoes too. And
1: yeah, <laughs> get me yeah. yeah. Get how, me. Um, what
2: can, what's the um, like food that you would eat together in order to make yourself vomit? Um, you
1: think. What, well, what, I think that's different depending on the person. Maybe. No, totally. What I'm asking, Pat. Oh, how would I make myself bark? Uh, yeah. Are we really asking this? What I would?
0: What would I eat that I just hate? Yeah, um, no, that your like body just oh, does not like. You know what? It's a textural thing. Probably strawberry rhubarb pie. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't like the strawberry rhubarb. Uh, the rhubarb texture. It kind of grosses me out. Yeah. And it's funny because like my. My aunt makes one, or grandma makes one every year for Thanksgiving. And they always get a little offended when I don't want a piece of the strawberry rhubarb pie. It's like, you guys know this every year you make one. Like, every <laughs> year I tell you I don't like it. Would, maybe they're just they're like, I will go with a classic apple or pumpkin. Why didn't somebody make a fucking fruit pie like a blueberry once in a while? Then I would be all about it.
2: You know what? You, know? you should have to. You just bring a different pie and then um, just eat just it. In start front making of them. my
0: own pie and then
2: don't give a piece to them. Be like, yeah, uh, you know what? This makes up for all the pies that I miss. So I'm eating all yeah. ten of these slices. You know what?
0: Them. It's like rhubarb is this like a stock right? it's like yeah. celery why would you put does anybody come up with a celery strawberry pie no because that sounds I, I fucking gross oh. why would you put rhubarb in there it <laughs> <You laughs> sound like
1: Sam I am right now or something like I will not want it when I fly I do I not want it when I die I, I do don't. not want your rhubarb uh, pie I do not. <laughs> Well, so anyway, yeah, like anyway, don't so, give Pat Roubard pie. About, what about barely. you,
2: Kish? What do you? What would make you?
1: <laughs> um, oh
2: <laughs> man, um, good beer first. No, clearly, <laughs> clearly, okay, <An> IPA. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, All one right. of my IPAs.
2: A yeah, um, black olives. Like taking a spoonful of that. Then, um,
1: Wait, we're mixing things now? Like Big Mama's <laughs> Kitchen? Oh,
2: yeah. We, this Did has you to play be that chair. when you
1: were young? Or people had I mean, different words for like suicide kitchen and stuff?
2: Nothing's going to take down my stomach um, <laughs> without mixing at least a couple of really crappy things. So I, this is going to have just been done eating a full 40-count um, pizza rolls. And then I'm going to eat a, a, like half a jar of Can black Can we throw olives. a Philly in there? No, because Philly won't make me throw up. That'll just make me pass out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we can't pass out before we finish eating all the shit.
2: I know that's what I'm saying. So okay, so black
1: olives. Oh, yeah, like black and olives. 40 count, Forty count of uh, what Totino. flavor of pizza rolls? What
2: flavor? Uh, pepperoni.
1: You hear that, Totinos? Yep. pepperoni. Thanks. And then they're
2: gonna have a little bit of ranch because it's just gonna be a mob of just like grease and bullshit. I there. think there
1: should be a lot of ranch.
2: And then a lot of ranch. And then because I love ranch on pizza rolls. So, and then maybe like a touch of um, what, what were we thinking? Milk. No, yeah, exactly. Ooh, no, yeah. no, that's what Warm, I'm speaking. Room temperature milk.
3: Milk. Yeah, milk. Because
2: because I've done the milk <laughs> and challenge then, before.
1: And then, and then, and then espresso. <laughs> R.I.P. Okay, I'm not trying to die here. <laughs>
2: okay. um, just throw up. <laughs> yeah. <just> throw up. <laughs> oh, okay. a, like Epicac version. Throw oh, out, my but, God. Um, yeah, I think those would pretty much do, it. do yeah, it.
1: Yeah, um, that should have been the first answer. Epicac.
2: Epicac,
0: yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Like what, would make what,
1: what, gonna, what make you barf? Epicac. What about uh, you?
0: What is gonna make you barf?
1: If I swallowed chew, probably. Yeah, oh, that's a good yeah. One. I've never that's done, a done that, but one. I've seen many a girl barf their brains out. Oh,
0: I've done that actually. Yeah, I was Miss a barfy girl, girl one day. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: You're always a barfy girl.
0: <laughs> I A good one. Um, so, I went to an Audio Slave concert with my old roommate, and he wa- he's been trying to get me to. To put a dip in forever, <laughs> and we—I had just the right amount of uh, whiskey, Can- <laughs> Canadian whiskey, and diet Pepsi Ew. in me, and uh, we went to a <laughs> show. Grandma,
1: is that you? <laughs> yeah,
0: and he gave me so I'm like, yeah, fuck it, and he put it in there. I went to the bathroom and I was uh, taking a piss and. He's like, ah, are you OK? Because like I was starting to like bob a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, all right, I'll just meet you outside. And I didn't come out for like 15 minutes. Apparently, I told him I went into the bathroom stall and smoked pot with this dude. And I came outside, and I had this goofy look on my face. And they, there was a trash can with like one of those side things in there. And I just beelined it and tried to puke into it, apparently. And I missed and just puked all over a trash can, and I was basically sitting against the back wall of the whole <laughs> concert puking on myself. Oh, wow. Because wow. I swallowed the pouch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
1: I nailed this here. Yeah. Yeah. How to puke. <laughs> Swallow some chew. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was the um, last time I ever chewed. <laughs> First okay, and last time. Speaking
1: of smoking a joint randomly with a stranger, I have a funny story about this. So, like, about... I don't know how long ago was that, that we took the train out to Seattle, Pat? That
0: was like two or three years ago, actually. I think like two. Yeah.
1: But yeah. So like two years ago, me, Pat, and um, our friend Tim. And Jimmy. Yeah. And Jimmy all took the train out to Seattle. But I wanted to go stop in Montana on my way. So I went out like a week before everybody else. So I get on the train and like, I think I passed out immediately for about seven hours because it takes off from St. Paul at like, midnight. And then you just go all night and wake up in Montana. Hmm. And, um, I did that and we're still like going still in sort of like what we call the Eastern part of Montana It's just like North Dakota's extension. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, these guys, there's these two dudes sitting right in front of me and I wake up to them talking about growing and I'm like, Oh sweet. And they made like a weed joke. And I like, was like, huh, you know, like whatever uh, behind them. They turned around and looked at me and I was like, sorry, I didn't mean to listen to you guys <laughs> and they were like no you're cool man you want to go smoke this joint we we got down in the bathroom and i was like yo guys i like looked that up on the internet so that's a bad idea
2: because <laughs> i did <laughs> and they didn't <laughs> yeah i was like advice. i just looked up
1: you know like what are the chances i'd get a chance to smoke on the train and they're like "No, oh, that's federal property so yeah not high And so anyway, um, they're like, oh, no, we've been smoking joints in the bathroom since Milwaukee. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm an idiot. I'm like, this whole time I could have been doing this. Like, it's so stupid. So we go down and there's like this handicapped bathroom down there that we all like pile into that has like its own little front room. And dude whips out like his little bag of weed and papers and everything. And I realized dude doesn't have a joint even rolled.
2: Oh wow. So I'm like, okay, now I gotta be
1: in this bathroom for like at least, you know, two or three minutes. If he knows what he's doing. Yeah, noob. And then while I'm waiting, other dude pulls out a piece of tin foil and what I (laughs) later learned to be called or later learned is called starts freebasing an oxycontin in the bathroom.
3: (laughs) And I am just like
1: uh, having uh, this realization (laughs) of what the fuck did I get myself into? Mm and that it's probably a terrible idea, and that I didn't want to... I was trying to figure out how to exit the situation, but without seeming uncool, you know? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I didn't really have to try, because immediately on the door. And I was like, oh, i yeah, no in there. Yeah, and a um, so I, like, freaked out really quick, and the best thing I could come up with was I ran over to the sink and threw a bunch of water on my face, and then... Um,
3: you Like, opened
1: the door and looked like I tried to look like I was sad and was like, My boyfriend broke up with me. And he was Damn. like, Well, go sit down. And I was like, Ah, okay. And Damn. I that and was
3: And then some quick the,
1: those boys got uh, searched on the next stop in really? Wolf Point, Montana. Yeah.
2: And you did Where not. Where they found
1: nothing. But no, I did not.
2: Yeah. Wow. Oh, that was a good, but, that was really clever. Oof
1: nice yeah anyway there's a good little story train folk train. are fun and the train is fun they're their own breed of people there was this lady with purple hair sitting behind me her name was like lillian or something she was she's was probably pushing Diet 60 Pepsi? no blackberry bourbon she must have been polish she was just like straight constantly <laughs> she must have been sipping polish. on blackberry bourbon and asking if I wanted any. And when the police came on to search those two boys, she randomly goes, fuck the police. <laughs> and they amazing. turn around and go, what? And she's like, mm, nothing. And just like <laughs> drinks her bourbon. Because you can. You can bring your own booze and everything I on the train. I just want to be
2: old and, and just like get away with shit like that all the time. Yeah,
1: it was hilarious. If you ever want to feel like you want to be on a rolling, moving festival, go on the train. You'll meet some, you'll meet all kinds of people.
0: Some good, some bad.
1: <laughs> I think the coolest thing about one, one of the coolest things about the train is the dining car because it's fun. If you go in there, um, like with one or two of you, they'll seat you to fill up the entire car. Like there's not any, you don't get to sit with your group. So they like force you to socially integrate. I think Kish is sleeping, sitting I'm, up right yeah, now. I'm are not? you sleeping? I'm, not, I I'm
2: like listening. I'm listening to the every part of this story.
1: Oh my God. You're literally <laughs> <And> sleeping, <laughs> standing. <laughs> up. I am
2: not. Well, how did I answer you guys when you guys you said be, that? You Cause I
1: said your name next time I won't.
2: <laughs> To go on with the story.
1: Anyway, the dining car is cool. They force you to socially interact with people you're stuck on a train with. So it's like sweet because then you see people and you meet people and you go to the like lounge car and play video or play like board games and drink with people. And it's like a little party on wheels.
2: I met um, a cool guy and girl um, today on my flight back. Yeah. You're awake. Yeah. I'm awake. Hey, Hey guys. So so Kish just came back from... um, What is it? Sonic
0: Blue.
3: Sonic Blue. Yeah. So, who? Tell us about these people.
2: Okay. Well, I'll start. I'll I'll work my way back. So, I work. So, I'm on the plane and met this cool girl. She's a um, she's a nurse um, and she saves lives. She's an ER nurse and um, the other guy is in town for business reasons. Um, But he's it's a starting business in town and um, it's just a wonderful. Wonderful. Um, he he, Ubered me actually halfway to, to here, and then I Ubered yeah, myself really back nice just to, to him. save some money. Yeah. But the conversation we were having was was getting really deep, and it was just talking about you know, um, about about the ego and like and being able to deal with you know things that come at you and karma and all kinds of deep kind of hippy dippy shit. Anyway. Um, and I love talking about that, you know.
0: I know. Yeah. Yes, I do know. <laughs> anyway.
2: <laughs> yes. So, I so um, even before that, you know, we I, I made my flight by one minute. Somehow lost track of time and was eating food, and I was like, Oh shit, Chris, I need to go. And my brother flew out to Denver and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. back before that, we were at Priceless Music Festival. Sonic Bloom. No, nah, Sonic Bloom. <laughs> you know, we keep
0: saying priceless. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why
2: I keep saying priceless. It was it was a priceless experience. Well, there you That's go. What I was yeah. Um, yeah, and it was it was absolutely it was a wonderful festival. I mean, most of the people there were just so loving, um, so inviting. Uh, everyone had had um wanting to just like share with each other share, you know that, talk to each other it wasn't it didn't feel like I was like pulling any teeth or trying like forcing any conversation. it was all genuine right, right. Um, and the people you know it, it were just the, the performers I mean um, were, were f- fantastic you know I think one of my favorite sets was anomaly and definitely the last Dude, like orchestra there was
1: no one at anomaly I'm, there was I cannot believe it it wasn't
2: you're right and but I had recorded like, how did that happen? GoPro.
1: If you haven't listened to anomaly and you're listening to this right now, Go do it. It's anomaly with I E at the end. He's mm. the keyboardist for Grammatic. I think we've talked about him before. Yeah, here. we've talked
0: about it before. Yeah.
2: Visually, he doesn't have much to offer, but he's got a full band. He's got two keyboard players. He's being one of them, a bassist, and he also does keyboard. And then a drummer, which he gave he gave space to like do a huge drum solo. And they're they're just so tight. They're they're just hitting all the things. It's funky as shit. Um, you know, the production is even really good and he comes in right at the, ro- and then he'll go into these big epic drops and then he'll go like right away into these beautiful like little piano, like solos. Yeah. That.
1: He's fantastic. He's like, I don't, I don't like to compare people necessarily, but mm-hmm. if you like Haywire and like watching him, yeah, I think I, I prefer Anomaly cause he's even funkier. Yeah. So that's just my yeah. And he's so speak. like
2: humble on stage. He's just like, he doesn't even do like.
1: <clears throat> he's he, a cutie monster. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I gave him a hug. I told him to keep it up, keeping in this good music, too. I'm record. sure
1: that saved was, him. No,
2: yeah, he changed yeah. his life. He said, I, he, We were buddies. Now. He was about to
0: quit because nobody was at his <laughs> show. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so, yeah um and then you know uh the, the lead uh, singer from some squabby or the guitar player um he Kevin Kevin. He, Kevin he was uh he has a side project um I think Casual, Casual Commander, Commander which was wonderful. Um, yeah Casual Commander was was legit I mean that got me out of my tent and and running towards him Alex killed <laughs> it late night radio just Really Man,
1: how are the okay. visuals J d. was doing them? Who's JD. on a, our first episode he was on our inaugural pol- our podcast guest. Yep. saw
2: yeah. J. d and JD killed it JD's getting good with those damn light bulbs. <laughs> yeah, he is. Those laser bulbs.
1: I bet that's how his dad describes it.
2: <laughs> damn, J.D.,
0: you're getting good with those. You know, one?
1: J.D.'s just getting real yeah. good with them yeah. damn light bulbs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got green ones, he's got red ones. And Wait. I don't So know. did
1: you guys see um, that Beyonce and Jay-Z put out a project together for the f- first time officially as like a new, under a new name, the Carters, which makes total sense. I heard sense. about that. I
0: heard they shot a video in the Louvre.
1: Yeah, which apparently is like, as far as I know, the only people that have done a music video in the Louvre, I think it's probably be pretty expensive and or difficult to even let have them let you do that regardless of how much money you had unless you're Bay and jay. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's all a front
2: for a heist that they pulled. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, that's like some Oceans
2: 11. This is is Oceans Oceans 2. Oceans 2. Oceans
1: Oceans 2, everybody.
2: Damn, you guys didn't see Featuring Julia
1: Roberts. They actually stole the video. They, they stole, As herself.
2: They stole the Mona Lisa in the music video, and you can't even tell. You just can't even see it. Yeah. It was most the Mona that. Lisa? The Mona Lisa. The
1: Mona Lisa. <laughs> Have you been to the Mona Lisa? <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so the song's pretty tight. It was produced by uh, Pharrell, who I love. Um, he does all the Despicable Me production too for all of their soundtracks oh really i think except for maybe the last movie he didn't i think he did part of it some other people helped him but he did like almost all of it for the first movie and that was pretty sick Mm. yeah 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 he's been around for so long like isn't he like a hundred years old
0: yeah he doesn't age
1: yeah like in when i was 16 i think in my mind came out and that was awesome it was like my first introduction i think to that kind of hip-hop
0: he's been doing he's been producing for a long time um even before they were famous uh like n e r d even before n e r d it was mm. they were doing the Neptunes it was oh yeah, the Neptunes yeah. and they had uh their label was called star trek and they did uh the clips which was let's push a T and his brother oh tight and so he's
1: just been amazing and tight forever. yeah
0: he and uh the other guy <laughs> i forget his name chad or something
1: good old chad <laughs>
0: i don't know oh, Chadwick. i feel so bad but like that that push
1: a t pharrell and chad a uh, chad <laughs> Chadwick.
0: the other guy no his like production partner yeah In any cool. yeah
1: yeah i don't know his name yeah nobody yeah, does he's I'm thinking been around forever i thought he was like the hot thing when i was in high school and now it's been many moons i'm gonna leave it at that did
0: some uh and
1: he's still the hot some shit, so. old
0: buster rhymes production too
1: really oh yeah. cool yeah. Buster.
0: Ah. On that song, uh, Pass the Courvoisier, I think that was hit them. Oh, really? I think that was in Neptune's. I think. I don't know. I could have to go back uh, and Yeah, I have
1: track. no idea. Wait, um, is
0: Courvoisier the new Hennessy? I don't know. Hennessy might be the new uh, um, J.B.
2: J, J and E E J, J and e, e J E J J T no, e J. J, J, no, J, no. J E A There's B C so D. Why do they put C, letters as just the name for alcohol? Like we're all people are alcoholics. They're not gonna remember these letters. They're gonna mix them up. <laughs> oh, get, oh my gosh! You know, <laughs> yeah, could I get a? Can I get that PB and J uh, back there with the? <laughs> you know, I've
1: noticed PB&J is like a really common um, cocktail, like specialty cocktail mixologist thing happening right now. There's like a peanut butter and jelly drink everywhere right now. I want yeah, There's like one like at your butter. restaurant.
0: We don't have peanut butter. Yes,
1: you do. Is you have a PB&J like drink shops, or something. Grape no,
0: shops. And, oh my um,
1: gosh. I swear to God. I must have been at somewhere similar just earlier in the day. Oh, Bad Waitress or something like that.
0: Yeah, that sounds like something they'd do. Yeah,
1: you know they changed their name like well not totally but uh, on their like menus in the northeast location they have like a little uh, waitress ticket and it says good written on it and it covers the bad because they actually have servers at the northeast location. Yeah, I thought the reasoning was funny. They said it was because they felt like our demographic up here is more of the kind of people that wants to be served. I'm like your other locations in uptown. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, I know,
2: right? <laughs> what are they going
1: yeah, for? Yeah, Pat what? wants to be served, not me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. You yeah, keep it.
0: yelling in the mic, I'm going to turn you down again. Who, me?
1: Stop futzing with it.
0: you futzing. We shouldn't no, be you're good.
1: clipping anyway, so it doesn't matter.
0: We've got to get a nice equal equilibrium here.
1: You're a little futzer.
0: I want to fart into the mic. Fartzer. You get get your own mic. <laughs>
1: Bring okay. your own mic and you can <laughs> fart away. <laughs>
0: Uh, what else is going on in the news? Volcanoes, um, volcanoes, 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 volcanoes. Volcanoes. Wait, yeah, where?
1: except no one knows anything about what actually happened here.
0: Guatemala launched off a volcano.
1: Yeah, close to Hawaii. <laughs>
0: <Launched laughs> Guatemala no. launched volcano a volcano on. off, and it killed like hundred people. Damn. Because um, the government's. It was what one mean? of the. It's called uh, the volcano, the fire volcano. It's like El Fuego or something like that. El
2: Fuego. Oh, yeah, the, the, the fire. fire.
0: Um, that was in the past yeah. month, and then Hawaii just launched off a volcano as well. So, yeah, man. I mean, they should just stop the, these, these the volcanoes. volcanoes. The I know government. A, can they just put a lid on it? Can they just put a lid on it? <laughs> <laughs> I think Dude, they did that the first time. There's a
1: really, out. really cool, I think it might be called like moving art or something like that um, on Netflix about how islands are created. And they're obviously like come from underground or underwater volcanoes. <laughs> volcanoes. and. Most islands just get like washed away over time from like super huge ocean swells and stuff like that. But they can actually, the water's like 500 degrees Celsius, some crazy shit. So they haven't been able to actually film the creation of islands before. So it's really rare, but we can finally do it. And it is amazing. Like as it like, shoots out of the ground, like it yeah, like, pops very... and crackles and like like yeah, and shakes it everything. It has a lot of
0: carbon in there. So that's yeah, how um, it's so hot. the building blocks for life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Science. We've just unwrapped
1: guys. the mysteries of time. We just,
0: we just retaught you your seventh grade science. Class. I heard oh, yeah. if you jump
2: into a volcano, it's a portal to another world.
1: Yeah. yeah. You, you, come out try or, it.
2: you come out the other side of a black hole.
1: <laughs> okay, are there, uh, what is that big? You go
2: into a black hole, you shoot out of a you come volcano.
0: A volcano. That's why volcanoes erupt, I heard. Oh, someone's shooting people. In the okay,
1: volcano. here's my amazing oh, down segue. Down. <laughs> what is the name of that <laughs> yeah, big ass volcano in Africa? Um, oh, uh,
0: Mount Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro? Yeah. Is
1: that a volcano? Probably. Or is it just a mount?
0: I don't know. <laughs> they, aren't they all?
1: Um, African volcano. Please hold. Um, no, it is not. Oh wait, It totally is. It is nineteen thousand three hundred and forty-one feet tall. Mount Kilimanjaro, and it is in Africa. Which brings me to Weezer's new cover of Toto. <laughs> <It's
0: gonna>
2: take, <laughs> <laughs> hey the hey now. Hey now. Hey, now. There's
0: a hundred men on
1: board ever Dude, do. somebody put on Weezer hey, last night
0: at work. It was awesome. Because we've been listening to a lot of, like, this Dr. Dog radio. And I like Dr. Dog, but I get tired of hearing the same songs over and over and over on the Spotify radio. Mm-hmm. And somebody put on all Weezer. And it was great.
1: Dude, the cover is, I think it's good. It sounds, it's extremely true to the actual song, in my opinion. And some people yeah, are pissed it. about that.
0: I heard it last night for the first time.
1: Here, I'll just play a tiny bit of it. <coughs> Uh, I love this song. Everybody's going ham right now. All right, kill it, kill it. We don't
0: want to get copyright shut down. Yeah, Yeah,
1: right. right. Like, I could pick up that shitty quality. But anyway, so as you could tell, it sounds very much like Toto's original version with basically just like better quality audio production because... Time has passed. Do you want to?
0: Uh, <laughs> do you Do you want to hear an interesting story about Toto? Yeah. Uh, my My friend Jeff is a phenomenal drummer. He's like in his fifties now, and I played in a band with him like f- six years ago, maybe.
1: Is that yeah. Irie
0: Soul? Yeah. No, no, it was after Irie Resol- Uh But Jeff used to be the drummer of a little-known band out of Minneapolis called the Rembrandts, who moved to Los Angeles and recorded the theme song for Friends. Uh-huh. And he was their drummer. And they didn't take him with him. They didn't take him with to Los Angeles. So he was about one month prior to them recording that song. And they ended up, taking, they ended up recruiting a session drummer named Jeff Procaro, who was the drummer of Toto. So we always make fun of him for to- like liking Toto <laughs> because, because he was only like a month away. That's amazing. From, you know, being set for life. And
1: okay, dude, literally <laughs> holding true to your idea about, um, about that we should do a nineties sitcom version of this. Yeah. We should do, a Friends. like Rembrandt style version where the beginning is, and then we can put different. in the little transitions too that they have, you know,
2: oh, in yeah. between
1: the scenes. Yep, 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 yep. I've been watching a lot of Friends lately. Yeah, I mean, pivot, I pivot. I all right, know my all that. turn?
2: I don't know them. The, I don't know what The symbols mean. Huh? What? What? Why would you say that? The friend pivot. I don't. I've never. I don't. I don't know. I only watched like four <laughs> episodes. Really
1: not necessary. I've only watched
2: four episodes. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch Friends now. I, I need more Friends in my life. I mean, <laughs> I, I need. I mean.
1: Which friend are you? You're a Joey and Chandler together.
2: Yeah, buddy, that sounds awesome. I'm a <laughs> Joe, <Andler>. Joe Handler. Joe <laughs> Handler. Right. A Chandley. Chandler. Chanley.:
1: Pat is a Monica.
2: What? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
1: What? Monica's not that bad. There's She's worse a, people like Ross. Sounds like Courtney a
2: Courtney
0: Cox was a babe. She still is okay, kind of a babe. Okay, Cor- yeah, you're a
1: babe. Yeah, so you're welcome. Thanks, guys. Anyway, oh, my uh, God. I'm obviously well, Okay, Rachel. Okay, Megan. And Megan
2: is... <laughs> Megan obviously is a, a Ross.
1: Uh, oh, my uh, God. Uh, That's yeah, bullshit. Yeah. So,
2: I don't have... I haven't seen the show enough to you actually know, be able to... I don't either. I don't know. I I'd like, like to well, think
1: I'm a Phoebs because she rules. But you're not and like... she sings, smelly no. cat, smelly cat. You're too organized for that. I you?
2: You're too organized for that. Hey,
1: Phoebs used to be a businesswoman, okay, before she... Well, Lost her way and became more awesome.
2: Lose your way and then become more awesome. I yeah, guess so. Could you do that, please? <laughs> I guess. Um, who's the most serious, um, but like, I'll become a cab driver
1: like, that has triplets?
2: You know, one on the episode. Serious, but like, still chill on the episode on that. Paul time. Rudd. Paul Rudd. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> There's on so that many show? cameos
1: in that show. It's unbelievable. Really? Oh yeah. Or Paul Rudd. Um, I was just watching Weeds the other day, and it kept saying like guest starring, special guest, Alanis Morissette. She's yeah. in there for like an entire season. Really? Yeah, it's just really weird. That's pretty cool. For the first couple episodes, I like forgot that I saw it, and then I saw it again, and was like, okay, well then, who the hell was was it in the show? Like, duh, the new hot chick that they really? introduced. <laughs>
0: yeah. Is she hot?
1: Have you ever seen Alanis Morrison? Yeah, that's and why I'm asking
0: hot. because I don't know if she. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that.
1: Um, <laughs> the the drummer from Nirvana used to be the drummer from, um, or from the Foo Fighters, I think. Is it yeah. the Taylor, drummer from the Taylor Foo Fighters Hawkins. used to be the drummer for Alanis, Alanis Morissette, Morissette, and yeah. h- when he quit, when he told his parents he was going to quit playing for these like giant world tours with Alanis Morissette, so that he could go play for the with foo Dave, Fighters. yeah, they were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs>
0: he's like, "Because it's Dave Grohl from the Foo from Nirvana." Yeah, and like, then, are you I kidding mean, me? Yeah, and obviously but that was, the Foo
1: Fighters never went anywhere, so he's an idiot. Yeah,
0: clearly. I mean, <laughs> and Alanis Morissette's still selling out for you know stadiums, so well, it would. was totally a bad call.
1: Yeah, she sort of looks like Sarah Silverman. I'm
2: looking at her right now. You
0: yeah, she.
1: You of see? Good,
0: but more mature. Yeah, actually, looking. you know what?
2: She's pretty good looking. Yeah, she's
0: in. Yeah,
1: I mean, you don't become a pop star for no reason, you know.
2: I like her. I'm not. That's when in-
1: you. That's what you do if you DJ. Oh.
2: What become a pop star?
1: You have to be like attractive and hot to be a pop star.
2: Yeah, I want, you know what? Why can't we just have like one ridiculously ugly person just make it and be like this
1: They awesome? do, they're called DJs. <laughs>
2: Either, <laughs>
0: DJs that wear the masks. they
1: like overweight, like big they're, ass.
0: They play in metal DJs bands. That... <laughs> oh, there you they go. They play in metal bands. Yeah, their hair, yeah. their no, hair That's, covers that's up where you their make face. it. Metal bands. Or they're bass players. Bones. Sorry, Jimmy.
2: Wow, wow.
1: Jimmy's a good looking guy. I know,
0: yeah, he's not an anomaly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with artists. Yeah, yeah we're done. Um, uh-huh. You know what?
0: I was listening uh, to Mike Patton. You, you guys know who Mike Patton is? He's the lead singer for Faith No More, and he has one of the best
2: vocal ranges on the planet. It's like is six that, the one? Is that Did you send that in the? Um...
0: Oh yeah, that's the guy who I sent to you last night because okay. I was
2: listening to it last night. Okay, this is really surprising. So I got this video um, from pa, uh, Pat because he sends a lot from of Pot. From, from Pot. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad nickname. All right. <laughs> And so I get this video, and then um, the, this metal drummer with this metal band um, just sings this beautiful rendition of... A metal of, band. <laughs> yeah. It just yeah. sounded
1: like it, it was made of metal. Oh,
2: the metal a metal, metal
1: singer with this metal band. The metal band.
2: Yeah. Pushed a button, and they all mechanically work together. No. Um, they... Uh, he said, what, what song was that? It was um, Easy, Easy by Lionel
0: Richie. Sunshine, yeah. Or, or uh, easy Like Sunday Morning. Easy Like Sunday Morning.
2: And he just, he has a beautiful voice, especially when he goes up it. high, he kills it. He he's got
0: a six octave range.
2: Yeah. And he
0: nails all those notes. Yes. And he can seamlessly go through the octaves. Yep. And like he can, he can do beautiful
2: vocal Beautiful vibrato and yeah. like very good tone all the way through, you know, air control. He's singing the, the he's shaping his vowels. I mean, What why? about
1: his pussy control?
2: So he yeah. probably has to have yeah. has to have some because like <laughs> I, the
0: girl my was,
1: girlfriend's dad asked me if I could find a lossless version of Pussy Control the other day. Uh,
0: yeah, tell him I have it on CD. I I'll told get...
1: him that I could easily. <laughs> I was like, You know what? I, who my friends are?
0: Yeah.
1: I thought I could at least get it from you or Ben. Yeah. 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 I got it. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Just on like the that. Goal, it's
0: on the gold experience. He's, he
1: tried to like step around it for the first couple times that he was. He was like, "There's a song from Prince. I really want." And it's kind of a little bit vulgar, and I'm like, "Oh, pussy control." And he's yeah, like, it's like, "Yes." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I have it. Uh, I have uh, the Gold Experience. It's a awesome. great album. It's out of print. They don't even have it on Spotify. You yeah, can't he know
1: I've album. heard all about it. He yeah. <laughs> can't get it anywhere. I
0: got it for like ten bucks at the Electric Fetus. Hip- I found a
2: used copy. Hipster.
1: Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah,
2: the OG hipster Pat. Yep. Pot. yep. Pat. Yep.
0: Yep. Pot. Yep. Yep. Spent a lot of time so ha- buying CDs, guys. Yes. Back in the day.
1: No, yeah, at I, Sam Goody and such.
0: No, uh, CD warehouse.
1: Mm-hmm. We didn't have that. I had Sam Goody. I had
0: a yeah. CD, I had a CD. CD warehouse, warehouse was uh, like the used place around here. There used to be like, they used to be all over. Yeah, and you find and it- one day overnight they all shut down.
1: Okay, I don't know if I told you this yet, but I was talking to K Lab the other day, and he was he hit me up, and he's like, "Yo, me and my uh, my brother." are going to be in Minneapolis in a couple months and I'm like what? I'm like who booked you? Just thinking cuz you know like we know. Yeah. Who would bring that here? So I'm like was it, you know, basically Chrissy or Alex? <laughs> right, right. And he's like, "Oh no, we're just going to come to some food thing." And I'm like Oh, food. what thing? What food thing? And he's like, hold on. I got to go find out what it is. And like the next day he hits me up and he's like, oh, by the way, it's called the Minnesota State Fair. And I was like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: they must have seen it on like Insider. You know those crazy videos they do of like all the deep fried crazy foods yeah, yeah, that they yeah, yeah. have at the Minnesota State Fair and they go viral. Oh, man. So anyway, I hope he's
0: not too disappointed.
1: <laughs> he's coming, though. And I was like, all right, we'll have to see what music is there, which is exciting. I actually What's pulled there?
3: up here. What's I- there?
1: In Vogue. Oh, sweet. Which is super, super dope. Are they playing at the no, free? are never going to get it. Are they playing you know, free? Get it. or Yeah, I think that's the, at the uh stage. The, the Leinenkugel stage. The and stage. along with, what, what, Harmar Superstar. Sweet. Which I'm super stoked about because I bought tickets to see him at Modest and then realized I was going to be in San Francisco, so I haven't seen him in forever. And then there's like a bajillion of other things on here. You know, most importantly, if we're talking Saving Silverman, a celebration of the music of Neil Diamond.
0: That's pretty mm. cool. Hey, I met Neil Diamond once. I didn't shake his hand because he was old, and he was just coming off of a sickness. I think he just had pneumonia, and I was sick. And I was like, I told him, Did you I'm guys like...
1: bond and then make out?
0: Yeah, and I said, uh, I said hey, Neil, nice to meet you. I'm not going to shake your hand because I'm sick, and I know you just got over something. And he pointed out, and he's like, I really appreciate that.
2: Uh maybe he wrote a
0: song. Oh Wow, about what
1: here. a story. Yeah, so
0: there you go. I would just Neil Diamond. try to
1: follow him around without him realizing I want
0: going to party
1: with you. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three, four. Jack <laughs> Jack Black. <holla. laughs> Go watch Saving Silverman. I (laughs) I love it. Just give it it the old sweeperoo.
0: (laughs) I I still say that. I'm like, oh, sweeperoo here.
1: (laughs) If it's all stuck together, it's just one big nacho, man. (laughs) You can't take the nucleus oh and the best line of that movie then we can move on after this but is when um, he meets that chick that he doesn't remember I think or that doesn't remember him and yeah. he's like you remember me right I was the guy that was <laughs> at the prom with the painted on tux and I spilled punch and it ran we down just, and we everyone just said could see my, my our, dong we yeah. just
0: said this on our last podcast <laughs> no shit <too>. we did <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: or we were just talking about this recently oh
1: man I hope if we talked about that last time I'm sorry everybody but basically you it's should worth, just go watch Saving Silverman it. Then you cannot be mad about it I like, I, I like when he's. I totally did do that recently.
0: I like when he's right. like uh, doing the the signals. They break into the house into Judas' house, and he's doing like the hand signals, <laughs> and he's, he does like the burger eating. <laughs> he like deviates from like the Navy Seal hand signals, and then he just makes it look like he's eating a big burger. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that whole movie is absolutely hilarious.
2: And it's been a while since I watched it. I have to rewatch it. I think mm-hmm.
1: I have it on DVD. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, I gargoyle. think I said that last time that we talked about this. Yeah, what sorry, else are we everybody. talking about? Um, I don't know. Look at the list, y'all. We're t- we talk were going to about... talk about the World Cup, but I have oh, really didn't know to say about oh,
0: it. Oh, I, uh, I will talk about the World Cup, you guys. Great. So I only watched one half of a game so far.
1: Did we not have a team this year too?
0: Yeah, the U.S. didn't make it because uh, the U.S. I think what happened is we were playing Trinidad. It was our last opportunity to qualify, and we should beat Trinidad. Mm-hmm. And that
1: Rihanna smug right now.
0: Yeah, and so but the thing is, we would have even if we lost that game, we were going to make it. We were going to qualify if on the other side of whatever was happening in that tournament, if. Costa Rica lost, which they should have lost. They were playing somebody who should have destroyed them. So during the game, the U.S. players were taking it lightly, and we ended up uh, losing to Trinidad. But Costa Rica played an an incredible game and won. Pura vida. And ended up knocking the U.S. out. So Costa Rica's (laughs) in it. CR, woo! Yeah,
1: Yeah, well, okay, then I decided I'm going to start rooting for Costa Rica then. I don't all think right. they're going to do too say. hot
0: because they're, they like, I don't care, Pat. They have That's one what more I'm fan though, at least. They have one more the fan. The only
1: time I've ever gave a tiny sliver of a shit about the World Cup is because I lived in Alaska two times ago. So is that 2010? Yes. When, um, anyway, there's this place in Alaska called the Bear's Tooth and they also own the Moose's Tooth where I saw cake. Oh, cool. Um, but anyway, the Bear's Tooth is a theater pub and they would play the World Cup all day play all the games yeah. and you can order like burritos and pizza and full menu items inside nice. of the uh, bear's tooth so i would totally go smash burritos and nice. just hang out and nice, drink nice. while everybody pretended to give a shit about soccer so
0: oh i was gonna say the so biggest go to the
1: bear's tooth if you go to anchorage there you go. the
0: biggest thing that's happening in the world cup right now um is mexico beat germany one to zero and that's awesome because germany is like they're good. I
2: they're think, they're like, good. one of the, okay. They're but like but one like I, favorites. I thought Mexico was pretty good, though, too. Mexico
0: is pretty good, but they've kind of underperformed the last two World Cups. So, them coming out of the gate and beating Germany mm-hmm. in the first game is huge. Okay, well, so, so
1: hypothetically, huge. if California passes this bill to split themselves into two Californias, does the lower part go into Mexico?
0: I think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think, so. I think it it's going to be just like it.
1: Southern California and Northern California, yeah. two new states.
0: Two new states. that's kind states. of
1: being sarcastic, but
0: then they both get their own. <laughs> I mean,
1: World
2: what, Cup if we, what if we though? What if though? Like we
0: just. It like, would never happen. They've been invaded. trying to do that
1: for a long time. I've heard. Let's yeah.
2: go like, um, let's just go a little bit further south. We just kind of want that one beach. In um,
1: more weirdness, like actual plausible weirdness, uh, Cole posted an article yesterday about how uh, the Texas Republican Party has decided to advocate for medical marijuana. Yeah, in Texas. I saw that. So that hell hath frozen over. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so if California becomes two states. Mm-hmm. We'll have fifty-one states, the yes. fifty-one states of the U.S. However, then Texas will secede finally, like they've been saying for years it's and years. They'll finally state? become their own country. Like no. Texas no. wants to be, no yeah, like way. Brex, they're going to Brexit. Brexit. On us. It'll be a Texas. It. It. It'll be a Texas. <laughs> awesome. How does that happen? Texas. And they'll uh, instantly turn into a uh, third-world country because they don't have federal funding for all their roads. Because of their their big state. Text it to me. They need a lot of roads. Text it to me. And they've been saying they're going to secede forever. So go ahead, guys. Do it. Do you think they'll
1: succeed in seceding?
0: I know. And they are text it? Probably not.
1: They'll secede.
0: Realistically, what's going to happen is nothing, guys. So we're going to have one California, and we're
2: still going to have one Texas. Well, we're just going to have to have a passport, apparently, to get to Texas. Yeah. Then I'm probably just not going to go to Texas. They can build their wall. I go to Austin. I really liked Austin. I thought Austin. They can was build cool. their wall. Yeah, exactly. And their guns and yeah, and their cows and their boys and cowboys. Yep. All right. So what else? What else is going on? Well, you know, like it's going on in the world today. So, um, if you haven't known that there are things happening in the world, which um, you know might be substantial or may not. Um, things that will be you know that that could blow your mind actually um, and here's an article somewhere here on the internet that I'm going to maybe pull up um, and you know the, with all these things happening around the world um, they're either like very substantial they're You're very gonna tactile you say anything right they're, now they're, 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 they're they they exist in nature you can touch them you know they're 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 concrete but you know what not always is that the best
1: oh my god thank you Alan Watts we're fucking done no no high five that's a stop sign okay <laughs> okay and everybody now we get to everyone's favorite part it's the album of the week let's hear it Joel and it's album of
0: What's your album of the week? I could tell you what mine is. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Well, why don't you?
0: My album of the week I just discovered was a real album last night. I didn't even know it existed. I only (laughs) had my fingers crossed and hoped one day it would exist. One of my all-time favorite bands, Stone Temple Pilots, has a new singer they announced within the last year. And apparently in March they put out a new album with him, and I listened to it all last night. And I, as much as I love Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots uh, in anything that he's ever done, he died here in Minneapolis. He overdosed in Minneapolis about two years ago. They got a new singer, and he pulls off Scott Weiland's style better than him, dare I say. And I think that's good. I think I mean, it's the great. I think it might be it's, one of the best sounding albums the band's always, ever released.
2: It's always good when a member drops from a band, and then you get a new one, and then just like the sound They're just as good, and they're just as good, if not better. That He's, that happens. on rarely, rarely, rarely.
0: I, I have to say, it's, it's almost like uh, Stone Temple Pilots are the 2018 version of Alice in Chains hmm. when they got their new singer about like 10 years ago. Well, um, we'll see about that. We shall see. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really like Alistair. so that's what it, so Stone Temple Pilots, uh, self-titled album. Stone Temple Pilots, 2018. S T. They have two. They have two P- self-titled albums, but this is the the new one.
2: I, I, it's hard for me to really dig into a, a rock band right now. I just feel yeah, like it, there's, there's not a lot of good rock bands out there. No, it's hard to no. find. But the phase will come back. You you know, like, just like everything else, it will come back. There will be some new, you know, amazing. A musicians coming through, I'm sure, and then there's going to be this rock phase, maybe rock EDM, who knows?
0: Yeah, somebody, uh, somebody oh. famous once said, I believe it was Kurt Cobain, said about every 10 years rock and roll makes a comeback and rears its head. Hmm. And we've been waiting for that, pe- fans of the genre, for about 30 years now. So oh. we'll see Dumb, when and Dumb. if it we ever comes see. back. We will see. I don't know. I feel like they came different... back into the '90s, and then in the two thousand, around like the late '90s, two thousand, it just kind of like fell off. Yeah. And there has. It's not to say that there's been bad rock bands out there across the board. There haven't been. There have been some really good ones, and there are some great ones out there that nobody even knows about. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself included, we don't know about them.
2: They're out there. They That's exist. True. They're out there playing shows. They're playing clubs, but. Uh, but just, that's why, you know, you, you know hop, hop, go out to your local club, go out to, you know, on Spotify, start supporting these people. Cause you yeah. might really, really find, you might be, be really surprised at what you find and, and mm-hmm. you might be, the, that'll change your life, finding a new band and following them and taking you to a festival. You might meet your future yeah. wife or husband or whatever, Yeah, you know, like things like this happen, like opportunity exists everywhere and Yeah, you, you just go, go just listen go and do the things Get that you like, go the, outside, I mean, go outside, just go outside, just kids. Go, it's summertime. Yeah. It's summer. Yeah. Go you outside. know what? I've been outside for too long. I have a sunburn. Really, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be inside for just a little bit more. Okay, but it's 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 also raining outside. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Album of the week.
1: Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> Sorry. Tangent.
0: Yeah. We went on a tangent yeah, there. Yeah, we
1: did. Thanks for your super inspirational Oprah hour. Um. So anyway, my album of the week is uh, gonna be Anomaly. It's his uh, Metropolis album <clears throat> EP, whatever you wanna call it. It's eight tracks. I don't know if he refers to it as an LP or an EP. Um. But it's amazing. You should check it out. His real name, I guess, is Nicholas Dupuis. And he composed, performed, and produced it with keyboards and a drum machine. It's super funky. Uh, you can Dupuis. listen to it on SoundCloud or um, iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp. Um, and it was released through Low Temp. So he he's got he... Grammatics Obvious endorsement. So you should check it out.
0: Makes sense. He was. Uh, yeah. He knows him, I he guess. He sure does. Yeah. Um, did you say his last and name? And we
1: mixed and mastered it too. That's pretty cool. Is Dupree? Dupuy probably.
0: Dupree. Dupuy. There's no R. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like, you mean Dupree?
1: No, I went to I went to high school with this kid named Jacques Dupuy, and his older sister's name I think was like Francesca, and then the other one's name was like uh, jean So Geneviève and Jacques Dupuy, and their parents' names were like John and Mary, which I just thought was like mm, funny. That's kind of. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they had all cool ass names. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, So, is that... So, Anomaly. Yeah. Kish, what do you got? Well, I want to just touch bit, you know, extend what Megan said about Anomaly. Yeah, hearing him live was, like, was, like, so refreshing at that festival uh, because there were so many wompy sounds, for you know, a little bit. I remember the day before, there was, like, three hours straight where there was a... Uh, just womp hour in every single stage, and I just, I just wanted some live music, you know, just to get away. Yeah. I, I even yeah. remember putting my earplugs in. Right when I put my earplugs in, I actually saw Allie, the girl that mar- modeled for our uh, merchandise. She came up and she was like, "Hey, is that you, Cash?" And I'm like, "Yep. You want to get out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here because like, everyone was getting womped out. And then they had this crazy, you know, kind of dare I say, wook you know, family just kind of came in and they just kind of started family down. came in? Yeah, just like, I don't know, it was yeah. just, it was, yeah, and they kind of pushed everyone out and they were doing their like, um, Wookie dances and, you know. Just, Wookie just, dances. Yeah. One of them came up to me and asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> anyway, yep. one of them asked me for a cigarette and I, I said,
1: <laughs> Anyway, what was your favorite album? It's
2: one that I listened to, um, um, a little bit back, uh, probably like four months ago, I was I was constantly listening to. I actually have a Pandora station after these guys. They're called Lake Street Dive. Um, they have an album out called "Free Yourself Up," and um, it's written by um, all members of the band. I mean, they everyone's you know put in a little bit, a little portion to the writing, um, and it's just their style is just so laid back and groovy, and Rachel Price's voice is just so. Beautiful. I I may have a big crush on Rachel. But um, regardless regardless of that, they're all um, incredible musicians, and they've been doing it for so long, and they've definitely reached that point of professionality where they're just nailing all these good vibes and good songs, and and they're just very tight as a group. That's super um, cool. Check out, uh, just in general, Lake Street Dive. They have a bunch of covers. What's the album name again? The album name is Free Yourself Up. Free Yourself Up. Yeah. They They have a song on there called Dude. Check it out to hear what that sounds like. Anyway. Yeah, so
0: we have a great guest this week. Who is that? His name is Jordan. Uh, You might know him uh, as Flavors. He's from Canada. He lives in Edmonton, right? Is that what he said? Edmonton? But he's moving to Vancouver, and you can hear all about it right now.
3: You, you even have the Monster Energy Drink uh, product placement right there. Oh, yes. Sponsor.
2: That would be bad. Yeah.
3: I have my Tim Hortons. Do you guys know what Tim Hortons is? Yeah.
2: Uh, I just picked them up yesterday. We, ha- we actually have one. There you go. Yeah. We just got one, y'all. 20, 20 donut
0: We're
1: balls. all over here acting like we know what it is.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. I, is do they week. still
0: do the, the like, where you can roll up the lid and win free donuts?
3: Yeah. I I haven't heard of anyone winning recently. Usually it's like a free coffee or something, but you got to buy like 50 uh, to get those odds, you know? <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> That's how they get you.
1: Uh, Indians with the star on the lollipop wrappers. And yeah, if you yeah. got the star on your lollipop wrapper, then you time. got a free sucker. That's the- You
3: know what? I remember a really weird one back in junior high. You guys have like milk to go where it's like, like bottled milk. Did you ever have that? No. Okay. Well, there was, there was an ad that went out or like a big competition that went out where if like your bottle went moo, like if it literally made a moo sound, you would win something. And everyone always wondered like, what the fuck? Like, how would they do that? And my friend won it. And when you opened up the, like the bottle of milk and took the plastic thing off, it was like this little electronic thing that was at the top. And it was just, Constantly repeating moves, weirdest shit ever. What? But he he won like a digital camera or something like that. That's pretty. Strange.
1: That's hilarious. Super weird. Yeah. So, That's awesome. um, we have to have that in the interview. Everybody, yeah, this will. is Jordan, um, yeah. aka Favors. <laughs> uh, he's our guest on the Green Room podcast this week. So all the way from uh, British Columbia.
3: No, soon British Columbia, but uh, Edmonton, Alberta. Okay.
1: Okay. Canada. Yeah. All the way from Canada.
3: I'm so. Yes. Nice. So are you? Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. thank, thank you, you, for, you
1: for being on.
3: Oh, of course. So, what's um, there, what you got going on? Oh man, um, I'm moving to British Columbia in ten days. So I think it's ten are, days now.
1: It's one move in British oh, Columbia.
3: Uh, Vancouver. Okay. So that's so, and so you would know, like the Funk Hunters live there. Actually, I think uh, Nick just moved to Victoria. So he's yeah. A
1: helicopter to his house every fucking time uh, that he needs to. <laughs>
3: hey, there, there is a lot of uh, helicopter photos getting posted, hey? Um, <laughs> Wait, but yeah. He owns a helicopter?
1: No, but that's how you have, like, can you take a ferry? How long's the ferry?
3: I'm not sure, actually, probably an hour, maybe an hour and a half. It's pretty cool, though. It's really nice. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were poking fun at them because they've, like, helicoptered to a lot of gigs before. Oh, have they? <laughs> Yeah, to like festivals where they like blend. I thought you were poking fun at them for that.
1: No, no, it's yeah. bitching. I that's think that's thing. all there. Oh,
3: yeah, like that's, yeah. It's
1: fun, it's because I'm jealous. So yeah. anyway. No,
3: and that's why, yeah. Who wouldn't take that opportunity? I want to parachute. Him I thought I
1: saw day. a picture of him just like taking the helicopter from like Vancouver to Victoria real quick to just pop home and make a sandwich or something like that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I could honestly, maybe. I could see that happening. Yeah. But yeah. gas just to make a <laughs> <the> sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah, like over a grand.
1: you can't grand. let you <laughs> be left out anyway. Yeah. So um what do you have coming yeah. up here soon?
3: As far well, honestly, like as far as flavor stuff, um, I think we're gonna do a single on Westwood. Um, I did this like kind of I sampled a bunch of disco and um chopped it up into like this trappy tune and then it's a tempo changer into like a drum and bass tune. Ooh. Um that was just like a fun little like this is cool. Um, but we couldn't get sample clearance on it, so we're just going to give it away for free. And then after that, it's going to be our tune, which we've been sitting on for like two years. So yes. right, yeah, two together.
1: We do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and
3: actually, before this, I uh, looked up the the first email it was August second, twenty sixteen. Uh-huh. That she, that she <laughs> sent me, and that was and that's that was even like six months after I think I even sent you the instrumental, uh-huh. right? Because it was just like a little like work in progress, like hey, like I kind of made this beat. It wasn't even close to the finished song that we have now. Yeah. And
1: uh, I think I took for fucking ever to like write to it or something.
3: But so she, yeah. And she, you sent this, uh, you sent it back and I literally like lost my mind. I almost drove off the road because I saw the email and I was in my car and I was like, okay, I got to listen to this right now. And I actually almost drove off the, off the road. It was so good.
1: That's amazing.
3: And then, and yeah, so that was, that was two years ago. And then, uh, and then we just, that's when it like, seriously the whole project took the, took a whole different direction and that's when i got my dad to play on it and uh, we got that trumpet player and then it and then yeah like it's it's your dad's killing i heard him I, i'm a jazz player myself that's, that's he's awesome. no yeah right that's
1: him it's phenomenal he's,
3: yeah. sorry yeah that is him yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, we have a no he's, he's no it'll come out soon i want to meet your dad it'll I want to jam. With him. yeah that sounds
3: cool. yeah oh, he's he's the raddest and he's so goddamn good yeah. it's really cool having them around and uh for insight and all that stuff too
1: solo it's fantastic yeah
3: it's, it's great yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. i ended up really Come cool down. it definitely is a little different from what it started out as but yeah i think totally it's a general groove it's very jazzy fun track. yeah and it's at 14 which is awesome because i love playing house music and i often yeah. play a lot of funk when i play which sits around 100 and house sits around 120 and up i mean 120 125 is what i play really Yep. So it's an awesome transition track. I mean, I'm super excited to start playing it
3: out. Yeah. And I, for me, like in my music, I've always, and it's probably actually kind of screwed me over a little bit, but I hate like the generic tempos of music. Like you're 140, you're 128, you're 110, blah, blah, blah. And I've always tried to get in between there because I think the same way. Like, okay, like I want transition songs. I want songs that I can bump things up when energy starts rising, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But then sometimes when I do that, I don't I I don't pay attention to the actual groove of the song. So like it could be a one fourteen, but it could have like in this case like an upright bass line that's like makes it feel a bit faster to someone who doesn't know tempos, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I've written one ten that could sound faster, or you know one twenty that could sound slower. If that makes sense, it's yeah, all definitely. based on like the groove of the tune, like the swing, yeah, for sure. That's yeah, cool. and sometimes it's just uh, sometimes I just feel like. I end up writing a lot of music that doesn't end up making sense for, like, what I thought it was going to. <laughs> like, for instance, like, if I'm starting to speed things up, it's like, well, I'm just going to lose momentum when I play this song. And so it's it's kind of funny, and I'm still trying to figure that out, but... Yeah, yeah.
1: it's nice, though, to be able to have, a, like, a catalog large enough at this point, though, where... Yeah. where I- able to do that even like able to think yeah. in a way of like, let me make a track to like fill in holes in my live performance. I don't know. Like, yeah. I do a lot of like live edits and things that might not ever even come out, but I'll like solely make them just to be able to like make something cooler while I'm playing it live or like make totally on myself or whatever. It's really nice to be to the point where I can worry about those kinds of things. And just instead of worrying just about having content <laughs> to play, in totally terms, and meshing know?
3: them together. So, yeah. That's cool. But that also speaks on your like integrity and your work ethic because a lot of people don't take that extra step to do something special you know what i mean and I'm, we've all seen those djs that kind of do the bare minimum but it's nice when you have people who will
1: hey you fucker um <laughs> like mr red bull um what what position what'd you... <laughs> uh,
3: mr red bull sorry that monster energy drink that
0: has to be like <laughs> you have to you be are? jumping on your, clips to be... now, mr. Red no
1: but what what did you win um i saw i watched the recording of you a couple months yeah. ago what kind
3: uh, of that? I was just, I got third place in Canada, which is really cool. Um, what was it? for the Red Bull freestyle, which is, um, yes, like actually it's probably the biggest DJ competition in the world now, I but, um, yeah. And I, I honestly, I competed back. I was asked to do it when I was 18 in my city. And then I did it, I think the year after that, and then I took a break and then I did it once more. And every single time in my city, I got third place. And the third time I was kind of bitter. <laughs> And, uh, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to play my music. I was at like the driving. Do you know who Night Riders is Did you ever hear? Does that sound familiar? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, like glitch hop dudes. Okay. Uh, yeah, we were at the driving range and I, he, I was like picking his brain. He's like, man, you should just like kibosh the competition and play like 50 minutes of your music instead of doing like their rules, literally just go up and use the whole showcase as like a promo for your stuff. Yeah. And so I did it and it was really cool. And it was uh, like a good creative challenge. And then um, I just started kind of posting live keyboard videos on Instagram. And uh, one, like the, the, the guy who created the Red Bull Freestyle, he asked me on Facebook and he like messages me. He's like, dude, you have to submit, like you have to apply. I was like, ah, like I don't know. I'm not really, I'm over it now. <laughs> and so, and honestly, I applied and same thing in my application video, I did only my music. And they picked me. So there was only me and 5 other dudes that were picked out of all of Canada. And so kind of with the same thing, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to do my music. And that's what ended up happening was um oh, awesome. that video but
1: awesome um if you're listening to this yes. go check it out when you get a second um you can go to his facebook flavors with a u spelled like it's zero v- there you go it's yeah it's insane he scratches he plays on turntables all the time which is super cool so it's awesome to talk to our first turntablist and oh yeah, uh, yeah. at the same time he now plays uh the keys like right above it he i think you have like a 45 key or something that just sits right above yeah, his turntables, and he plays that while he tri- like triggers yes. things on his mixer and stuff like that. Oh, and it's unbelievable. I, I did watch that video, it's super super cool. Video, and super he cool. also played our new song, so you can go hear it a little yep. bit if you go listen. yeah it's really totally.
3: Cool. But I don't play the piano in that song because that's way above my yeah, but still <laughs> level.
1: Stuff on the mixer, I remember you sampled the upright bass. Yep, I've played that, so that was really it's
3: interesting. Cool. Like, yeah, same thing how you kind of say where you just you like re-edit it so that you can do something a bit more live or like add a bit more character to it. And and the biggest thing is like take a risk. That's like what I like to do about it. If like, case something that's going to be kind of sketchy and hard usually has a better, better payoff. the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's cool
1: to see that style of music be like beat juggled and stuff like that. It's definitely something that no one is really doing. So it's really, yeah. And it's crazy. I was just going to say, we've never talked like face to face or even on the phone. I know. I know. And I've known you for like two years. I've been listening to you for like four years. I feel like the first thing I ever heard of you was your Austin Powers remix.
3: Oh. And I think
1: <laughs> I heard the Ike Eligby mashup version with the Jay-Z Dirt Off Your Shoulders. And I play that pretty often. Is that, the one, right. away? Is yes, that the one where I Yes, I played it like a off. month ago. Yeah, all the time. Yep.
3: Yeah. There you go. Anyway, so yeah, I he strip has on this Austin awesome
1: Powers remix, but it has this fat like baritone sax line on it. It's just and Camaro and I play the shit out of it. Anyway, that's how I found you.
3: By the way, <laughs> it, it is actually super trippy because yeah, we've chatted so much online, and I've heard your singing voice, and you've literally sang on a tune, but I've like never spoken yeah, with you, so it's really it's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Going full circle.
1: It's crazy how that works in music. It's it's really really common. Yeah. I don't know or have never met. Half the people I've collaborated with
3: probably. So That's crazy. I've ever dated. <laughs> <laughs> <Joke. Maybe. laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, and that awesome powers one's super funny. And that baritone sax is, is like the most stock like Apple Loops plug-in. Like ever. It's literally like out of their sampler. And then I just chose like the Sax one. But like in context with some reverb, it actually sounded pretty cool. That's great. I love <laughs> but, yeah, it like totally is like the cheapest. When you hear it by itself, it's like so it's so bad and cheap. Really? that's what's yeah, funny about I it. I totally
1: yeah. hear you, man. i okay. So what yeah. are
3: you producing? Uh logic. Logic nine. Hey, me yeah. too. Have we ever no way that? yeah no are you serious yeah oh i for sure thought you'd be Ableton live to live you're like, you so much more things
1: much more things."
3: no holy shit <laughs> do, you th- do you think
0: I, like you guys are the only two people i know and that's still i know i'm trying
3: funny. to get it to switch so that like we can oh my god yeah like i can't i can barely collaborate with people because when we do mm-hmm. get into a studio i'm just like kind of standing there like yeah, we'll, we'll do this cool. and do this oh, like, start.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
3: but then when i have them over and they see me in logic then it's like oh like and it's it's a super powerful still but it's it's starting to get dated yeah, yeah,
1: I still love it. I, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what comes out for an update here. Um, I think Would you, we do a lot of the integration that Ableton's doing in terms of like being able to collaborate more with people. But I also got to say that I really appreciate the aspect of Logic where I can't so readily and easily exchange project files with everybody because I like the aspect of being able to manipulate mm-hmm. audio files and not being able to...
3: totally. Like,
1: you know, metrics on like plugins and blah, blah, fucking blah. I really like working and chopping up audio files and just like totally making something totally new and just resampling and resampling and resampling (sighs) stuff till it doesn't sound anything like what it started as. That's my jam. So I did. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that
3: cool that like, yeah, exactly. Like that's how it creatively gets its thing going and it actually changes your whole process. Right. I guarantee you, if you gave us like six months in Ableton Live, we would probably become different songwriters, but that could be, couldn't be a bad thing, but you know what I mean? It would be different. That's what's trippy about it.
1: And I've said that people are obviously, and I'm sure they are to you too, constantly trying to get me to move over to Ableton. It's yeah. like, bro, I hear you. It's a really cool, it's really cool software. I'm not like saying it's not, but I've, I just got super comfortable and can mm-hmm. finally make commercial quality music in a DAW. I spent yeah. years getting here. Why the fuck would I start over? That doesn't <laughs> totally, make any sense to me? So, well, and and
2: you know, it's good to put like limits on yourself too. Like I know when I pra- practice or when I'm playing, I try and Snapchat with one hand, so it forces me to play <laughs> saxophone with one hand. And yeah. but no, it's it's actually funny because you get really creative. It gets this you your
1: fucking example. I, I, I
2: <laughs> thing guys. One of
1: my skills is I like Why? to take an Instagram. Low in the
2: yeah. But not anymore because they update the new update. Anyway, um, but yeah, so like but putting limits on yourself actually it helps you like zone into certain things. Like, you know, now you got 100%. These, not, like yeah. samples, you know, you, you know what the hell to do with them. You just go blah, 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 blah. Whereas like when I get them, I'll just, you know, I'm like, oh crap, I got to put the reverb and the yeah. compression. And then, I, I don't.
3: Honestly, totally. One of the- you know what though? And like a lot of the stock stuff in Logic is so goddamn good that I never want to leave it. Like I Space Designer is insane. Wow. Stock
1: shit ever. Able to yeah. stock shit sucks. I
3: do- I actually, I went back. I was trying to, I was doing my own masters for like a house EP. I just came, which we should talk about later. But, mm. um, mm. uh, yeah. And I like reopened like their adaptive limiter and I forgot how goddamn good it is. And I was I like comparing it.
1: Time.
3: Yeah. I was comparing it to all the wave stuff I have. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I couldn't believe I got a better result with like the stock thing out of, uh, logic. And it was like, the last time I used that was probably five years ago. Mm. And I'm kind of kicking myself for like, you should always check something else out. It doesn't care of like if it's stock or old, new, whatever, mm-hmm. just like constantly like explore outside that territory, because then well, that's what'll happen, right?
1: Definitely been always really like um, revered as like a the, the best in DAW mastering software. I mean like that comes yeah. with it that there really is in terms of a DAW. Like yeah, um the it. adaptive limiter that's in there, the multimeter, uh, yeah. the multiband the multiband compressor that they provide in there. There's uh like the linear EQ that they have, the match, totally. EQ, the match EQ. Yeah. Holy shit, I just found out about this. You, yeah. like you can <laughs> you can open this EQ in logic that you can drag in two different reference songs that are similar to the track oh, that shit. you're making. Oh, and it will show you the EQ differences in the how what you've got going on and what those songs are doing better, basically. Yeah. Which is
3: huge. And it's not yeah. like
1: the Bible or anything. Like it's not it's good like starting you, point. Though. Yeah, but it's yeah. a great well, reference to just be able to have that and to kind of be able to see what you maybe not be able, might not be able to hear.
3: So totally. And actually on that note, everyone should download Serato. If you're like, if you're producing music, like even if you're not going to be a Serato DJ, it's such, it's like the best visual tool ever. Cause you get to like, see such a like, um, authentic waveform of like what, like a really master tune will look like. Like I remember when I first started downloading like cone sound tunes, they all looked different from anyone else making that kind of music. It's cause they're freak producers. Right. And if you actually look at like what their drums look like and the transients on their drums and how everything else is compressed and sidechain compared to those drums, it's like right away. You're like, well, fuck, I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's like, Oh, well, I, I gotta learn how to do that. Cause like that's, it looks really good. And so kind of how you're saying, it's like one of those things, hidden gems that people forget about because yeah. it's free you download it off the website and then, yeah.
2: I mean, and plus it, it seems more user friendly. Like, whereas you, like when I started working on Ableton, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, that I'm fairly new to uh, producing, but like I look at Megan and how she's doing it. It looks honestly cooler and Mm -hmm. easier and everything's kind of set up in a way that I would like it. And um, honestly, it's kind of, it just seems like I would be able to like navigate through it starting out. If I just wanted to start producing, you know, I just kind of start figuring it out. Whereas Ableton's like really daunting. The the thing about it earlier, the hardest thing for me when I started using it, and
0: it took me years to finally kind of wrap my head around how it actually works and how to actually use it is that there's, and you mentioned about limitations. There's too much. There's too can, much. to do. There's too much. You can, I got frustrated. You can I quit do in Ableton like learning for where it's like, you sometimes don't know if you don't know where but to that start. That
1: is ridiculous. But That's every fucking DAW ever. If so. you think that go play in garage band. That's well, how I feel about
0: that. I don't know. I, I feel like. And honestly,
1: if you do think that, go play in GarageBand because that's how I learned how to use logic, basically. I used to play yeah. band. Mm-hmm. and then I was like, I'm fucking bored of this. I know how to do everything in here and mm-hmm. it's totally boring me now. Now I'm yeah. like beyond where, I'm like to the point where the things available to me, mm-hmm. I want more than this, you know? And then. Totally. So have you ever heard of logic? And I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't know. It was like the big brother of garage band yeah. went in there and I was like, Holy shit. This is just like advanced garage band. And I already knew where everything was. And I was just like, pew, pew, pew. And now we're here. So
3: and so, and so you use logic nine or 10, 10. Oh, you're using 10. Okay. See, I haven't upgraded to 10 yet. Get I've been it, using nine. What's I know. And I can't wait because, uh, I heard
1: of piratebay.org. <laughs> uh, 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 uh.
3: I honestly, I have it on this laptop. This is, I bought this computer. It's my new one, but, um, Cause I'm going to sound design school in Vancouver and that's why I'm moving. Yeah. And that's when I'm going to kind of start like getting everything transferred to the new computer and like really start diving into all that type of stuff, which will be pro tools and things what like school? that too. But uh, Vancouver film school. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So change up this. Congrats. Do you want to do uh, sound design for films? Think- Honestly, I think I do. That's yeah, bitching. I've that's always cool. been
1: curious about that shit. I produced for a commercial once and I was like, okay, this is it was like 60 seconds long. So it's like <laughs> this is really
3: fucking dope. Hey, that's that's actually really good though. A minute. a minute, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? Like it was, for a it was weird. I uh my, my buddy Dylan who makes short films and he's like this creative little genius and uh, he's a teacher, and I'm trying to get him to go to film school because he's like he's such a badass, and all the all the plays that he writes that happen at that are fringe like sell out and like they get like critically acclaimed in our city and he's just super talented. Um, he makes short films just as like a, a hobby and he's been getting me to score them. And so they will be like everything from like a uh, two minute, like horror short film to like a 10 to 15 minute. And as I started diving into that type of stuff, it was like, uh, it was the most fun I've had creatively in a really long time. Cause the flavor stuff is great but it's it is funny that like the more it becomes a brand the more expectations change and the more that like you kind of create your own ceiling which is like a a shitty way to look at it but it's like i don't always want to write a funk tune or like something that i could play or whatever it's like sometimes i literally just want to nerd out on synths and make something really scary and vibey or whatever it is and so
1: nice to have multiple outlets for sure
3: yeah so it kind of got me thinking well flavors has always been this part-time really fun creative outlet I can kind of take away the pressure and maybe do like a career still using all those skills that I've made or that I've gotten over like the last eight years, and then um'm gonna to copy you. I mean, it's only gonna help each other <laughs> yeah. like the producing it. is exactly you know, that was the film exactly that was the biggest thing where I justified like the price of the because it's expensive, but also like yeah, like in the end, it's just only gonna help both, and it's like why wouldn't i uh you know what I mean, so that's exciting yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, dude. It literally it starts my orientation is June twenty first and then the school starts t- the twenty sixth and then it's like two years condensed into one. So it's like super, super full time. But I, you wow. I fuck, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous, but we'll see. I'm excited to be like
1: like, steps ahead of them. Yeah, you're gonna get
3: those intro classes, and you're just gonna be like following us. I hope so. I I would be pretty bummed if I wasn't steps ahead, because that would (laughs) I would say a lot. I think. (laughs) Do you think your your um your your gig
0: or production (laughs) career on hold for a second? Are you gonna still try
3: to? I don't know, man. Because here's the thing: like I like as of right now, or like even the last like few years. I've always bartended full-time to pay for my shit and like to that's been my job. And then flavors has been like the next part-time thing. And then I actually started a company with two other friends. That's like a restaurant takeover business. And, um, all while balancing that it's kind of like, okay, I've been able to manage writing tunes and having like creative time and whatever. So I'm thinking that if I quit, cause I, I have my whole year saved up that if I go to a creative school doing school full-time, now taking away all those other things like there's i should actually probably have more time to be creative and actually like so uh, yeah i'd be pretty surprised if like all of a sudden like well I can't produce ever now like i'm gonna be constantly around
1: Thing where like you get sick of school shit and you'll be stoked yes. as hell to go work on flavors it,
3: exactly and like i'm gonna be around so much like gear and so many like crazy studios and like how how is it not gonna inspire all those yeah. things so
0: if you're already doing two other things like full-time bartending or or part-time bartending, part-time um, owning another business.
3: Yeah. If you still find time, you'll be fine. You'll I think have. so. I, I really hope so. Yeah, yeah. you should yeah. teach
1: Pat some of your time management skills.
3: And me. Yeah.
0: I'll be starting bartending in like orientation around the same time you're starting your school orientation. No
3: way. Yeah. Nice, man. What kind of bartending are you thinking? Um, well, it's a it's a
0: new restaurant that's opening up. I currently work as a server for a restaurant. Cool. restaurant and um, some of
3: the owners are... Opening up a new place and it's going to be um, tequila and mezcal. Oh, bar. dude, no way! So I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah, that and it's like for like yeah, two years time. at this current
0: place, <laughs> and it just was never working. Right, hiring more experienced people, so it's good to like kind of get a foot in the door in a new place and
3: um, oh, learn totally as it opens. It, up. Especially like serving is a, I think a good skill that everyone should have. Bartending is immediately like a better, bigger skill. You'll have so much fun it's uh yeah i've met some really rad people like everything from like lifelong friends to like good like people i could shoot the shit with to like getting really good advice from you know mentor figures type thing Mm -hmm. and uh it's a really fun job man just be just be disciplined with it because you can definitely fall into like a the industry hole as they say but i guess that's with a lot of things
0: yeah for sure yeah for sure um yeah Yeah,
1: Yeah. this industry's a blast though it's fine as long as you have a little self i mean
0: i'm pretty good at just like (laughs) finishing like Finishing work and going home and
1: going to bed. Yeah, said y- you never. You I, said I, I'm, like, <laughs> Rich, call up Richfield's Pizza Lucha and ask them how many times you've been there in the past
2: month. <laughs> your ass up. Hey, I go in there for I go in there for like a beer or two. It's not a big deal.
1: Yeah, that sounds like home. Yeah. I just like yeah. you guys. Shit, she does. <laughs> like
2: she's Mama Bear. Otherwise, uh, we'd that be. You like, call we, that. We, okay, fine. Uh, you call me El Jefe. Mama Wolf. <laughs> LFA. <laughs> She's f-a That's how I say it. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway. The <laughs> hey. So what so we have coming up? Yeah. And also here, actually, let's start with this. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen when you were playing a show?
3: Oh man, that's uh. Oh shit.
1: Yeah. It's a hard question. We kind of went here with someone recently and they had a really good one.
3: <laughs>
2: really?
1: It, like yeah, I think so it was a, somebody died. Well, uh... <laughs> <kind> of weirdly, <laughs> in general, um, it was... If you haven't heard this and you're listening to this, go listen to the podcast we did with Centrific. What, uh, but um, he talks about this crazy rave he was at in like Wisconsin or something. And this crazy like, techno act was playing and it was Father's Day. And they were playing, like, oh. uh, they we're playing a what? What song was it?
0: I don't know what. I don't know. He said there was like some these dudes up there. Like they were, they kind of do their own, have their own shtick. And there was this like Nazi.
1: Yeah, like, they are like dressed up like Nazis singing like Papa Don't Preach or something. And then like, yeah, somebody yeah, was in the was, front row like, like boogie and in a wheelchair. And then they just like died.
3: Oh, <laughs> my so God. Around him, and he's like, no one knew he was Yeah, dead, and, and it was all passing. just kind oh, of... Oh, fuck, man. Go, this man. is fucking yeah, weird. <laughs> he just left for the weekend.
1: He's yeah. like, yeah, this is, it's
3: over. <laughs> that's like super uncomfortable. Hey, that would set the tone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, honestly, I don't, I can't really remember anything that I've seen. Um, cause they're all kind of like a blur and I usually, um, What about crazy bartending stories? I know you have, but I do, but, but what I will say is that motion notion, like two years ago, like main stage, I ended up posting the video as like kind of like a little promo for the next year's motion notion I was playing. Um, but a dude was like full on taking a nap, like in the middle of like main stage dance floor. And it was like crazy. I can't remember if it was side trance or drum and bass. Cause Mo- motion Ocean's definitely like on one of the nights they really focused on side trance and uh, on the other stage you do drum and bass um but this dude was like fully fucking passed out and it was just really uncomfortable and actually he could have been dead now that i'm thinking about it like this dude 100 could have been dead but it was like he you know those like uh, infomercial where like you fill up the bed like by you you run and you like fill up the yeah, yeah. parachute thing and then you like shut it impossible to make like actually kill yeah yeah, yeah totally and uh, so he was on one of those and he was just full-on snoozing and it was like he couldn't have been in a more like vibrant, loud atmosphere ever. And this dude's out cold. And even like to his right, there was a big flamethrower and it was like... Those
1: shits are hot, dude.
3: Yeah, yeah. And like, and then they would, so they had like this art piece that was like this big blossoming flower and it was like shooting out flame at the top. And then they would give you this flamethrower gun and you got to like fucking trigger fire and it would like shoot out everywhere and like this guy chose to nap right there so that was like that was pretty wild that's an interesting place dude all that
1: pyro shit is so hot I know it sounds like obvious like yeah fire's hot <laughs> like, Uh Lotus Sisters always does an installation at EDC and then they also have like pyro on the main stage and I swear to god like you can feel that shit from like a thousand yards away. I was yeah. in the back of a crowd of like yeah, you, probably about 20,000 people at the main stage of EDC and just, you know, like multiple times. Poof, poof, poof. Yeah. And you could just feel like, <clears throat> you're like, it's already a hundred degrees. What the fuck? Yes, like exactly. whose fucking idea was this? Yeah, I'm
3: a, I'm a fan what? Of CO2 shooters more so. The CO2 shooters, like yeah. T-shirt shooter. of- What is your guys' opinion on the pyro in general? Is it gimmicky? Is it do something for you? It
1: be pretty cool. What bothers me about it is that I feel like it messes up my like sound experience. It creates a lot of noise. Like when you yeah. pyro goes off, it like is the only thing you hear if you're standing near it. Right? Dude,
3: it's like yeah, it's like that expl It's like that gas that like really loud.
1: Yeah, like, that, shooting
3: out gas. Yeah, a, tr- a
1: semi truck or something is yeah. like it's getting like going. Like it's fucking pump, really it. loud and kind of obnoxious. But that's the only aspect yeah. of it that bugs me i guess i think it's pretty cool
2: it's pretty cool but you guys it like, depends
1: how many mushrooms i ate
2: yeah i was just yeah, yeah there. uh but what, what are you guys like favorites like lasers uh you know no pe- no, no no
3: lasers <laughs> do you guys 100 the disco ball like 100 percent, it's the timeless classic piles
1: and they got it, it. i bet you, you, have you know what the balls <laughs>
3: <laughs> and they actually spin too when <laughs> you play your disco music that that's for that's for me to know man
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah, well, now i know too
3: but it's uh no like my favorite one of my favorite djs he's like i he's like he was kind of bitching about edc and how big it's getting and how elaborate and he's like i don't know about you guys but my favorite thing to this day is like flight cases turntables and like that's it and i kind of like that where it's it kind of brings you back to like what a tech actually was where it was literally just minimal lighting some spotlight and then like just a really good vibe, kind of like an intimate vibe. Mm -hmm. So I I like the big stage stuff, but the bigger stages that I've played, it feels less personal. And I have a really hard time connecting with people. And I end up just feeling like I'm in this little box. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, and I was going to touch on that, that even just being able to see the crowd or like to be paying attention, I'm usually looking down or like figuring out the next thing. And I, I probably should spend more time like looking out, like I could feel energy, but I don't necessarily need to look for it. You know what I mean? I usually like listen to like crowd reaction if I'm getting whistles or like gasps, things like that and being strategic. But, um, but yeah, like I I do think that like you can connect more when there's maybe less going on around you. Like it's not so visually stimulating. It could just be like a a, really, I think that like a disco ball is like the coolest, just like simple, like rotating light with some fog looks so fucking rad. You know? Yeah. I had a, I had a clap on disco ball in my room in college. (laughs) That's like, that's sweet. Yeah. But then again, like I guess, like even, yeah, even like one laser in fog is pretty rad too. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of green laser. I I feel
1: like there's a happy medium. Like I get what you're saying about how you lose your like intimacy with the crowd when you're like fifty feet back from them, and there's like bike racks, and there's like (laughs) Yeah. and like there's like a fucking five foot tall LED wall in front of you, which I've had to deal with a lot when you play like, well, whenever you play like a main stage somewhere. I don't even bring my drum pad when I play that anymore because no one can see it. Like, yeah. like I'm short. I mean, comparatively to everyone else in the industry. Cause they're all freaking <laughs> men. I'm short. So I get up there and like the, the wall like that I'm playing behind comes up to here on me, you know? And then what yeah. like, I'm going to play a drum, so nobody can fucking see me. Like why am I even doing that for? I don't know. So yeah. I don't know. I, I feel you that it totally loses that. Like where you can make eye contact with somebody or whatever. And like really, know that they're having a good time or whatever um but at the same yeah. time i've played venues before that have just like really shitty production maybe just like two movers and like a park hand shining on you the whole time <laughs> so i
3: just think
1: kind of hard for me to get into shit too i i don't know i think there's a happy medium between like going freaking overboard and totally spectacle out of something and making it about more than who, the music than. You know what I mean, like, and yeah, hundred percent. Something with the music. I don't know
0: confetti cannons. Yeah. I think every yeah act confetti cannons. That's so basically
1: canons. more of what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> I think they should be on every on every stage.
3: I like. Did joke. you guys see that? Did you see that? Well, who's that guy? He's like a joke, and he's really big though. Um,
1: Dal Yankovich.
3: Uh, he's he's not- the dude who, like, uh, he was shooting out money out of the cannon. He was, like, a big DJ, and it, like, went viral. So he was literally shooting oh, out, like, he shot out, like, 50 Carnage. grand. Fucking Carnage, God. yes, yes. Yeah, I'd be a fan of him, too. Oh. He was shooting money, no matter what. Yeah, terrible. But no, here's the thing, though, is that he high-roaded everyone. That's why it's like, you're a dick. Because he shot out the money, made a post about it, and then was like, yo, like other DJs won't do this for their fans. I love my fans more than other DJs. Therefore, I I shoot out money to them. And it's like, fuck (laughs) you, man. Like way to pat yourself on the back for that. Like, yeah, that was lame where it's like, okay, if you really want to, that's your like marketing tool to get some buzz going, then great. But like the fact that he made it seem like it was, hey, I'm better because I'm doing this. Yeah. If I, if I, have, uh, I don't know,
0: a spare change laying around, I might think of it, but I don't.
3: I, I <laughs> You might know. think of that. I'm so key- okay, this yeah. tangential, just- but
1: speaking of Weird Al Yankovic, I read a thing today on <laughs> our Today I Learned about, um, about him, that in 2004, both of his parents died um, from carbon monoxide poisoning, and he was oh. supposed to perform a show that night in Appleton, Wisconsin, and oh, he was quoted as saying that his music has gotten people through a lot of hard times. So hopefully it would do the same thing for him. And that's still cute. Oh, <laughs>
3: wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was a cool story. And hey. Appleton too. We're very close to Appleton. It's like four hours. away.
3: Oh, yeah. no can. Yeah. Whereabouts in the States are you guys?
1: Minneapolis. So we're close to the Great Lakes. We're in Minnesota. Um,
3: Minnesota. It's, yeah. it's, it's a bigger Canadian.
1: town than you. Than people are. It's like okay, two and a half million people live in the metro area of the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, Saint Paul. So it's it's a pretty big spot. People definitely think it's like Podunk Cornfield Cows Extravaganza <laughs> over <laughs> here, but <laughs> full of all gay people. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's see here. I, I still don't know the, know the states that well. Oh yeah, because you guys are yeah right next to the border. Yeah, Not yeah. Close to you. But we're kind of neighbors. You
1: want to come yeah. smuggle me in?
3: Yeah, I think that. A, yeah. Down that is, bay to us. yeah, that's not as south as I thought it would be. All right. Yeah. No, I wish we were more south. Ugh. You get more soul down there, right? It's yeah. more sun. It's more sun. Yeah. I don't know how you guys do it. Everywhere. I don't
1: know. It's been a fucking hundred here. And to be honest, right at this very moment, I'm very hot.
3: <laughs> Very we uncomfortable.
1: Can't run the AC or the fan <laughs> when we're recording this. So. Oh,
3: that's just right. So yeah, who knows uh, when they're listening to
1: this? We're sitting where we all swamp ass every time you listen. You see, to See, we love
3: podcast. our fans. Exactly. It's a real hardship. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to donate we're fifty thousand dollars in cannons before we. Yeah. Go,
0: before you have to get going, um, tell us yeah. a little bit about your house.
3: Your house project that you said you were working on.
1: Yeah, what is this?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Your house at all? Um, so it's called, it's called the sunny lays EP and, um, we released it on my friend's label called so wet. And I got to kind of tell the the story about so wet from what I know. Um, it's run by my buddy, David and Paul, and they probably have like a, a few of their other buddies that have roles, but, um, it started out as like a festival thing where like they would just go to different festivals. And I guess they were like, Super baked or something, and they're having this conversation, and Paul like randomly just like as like the buzz dies down, he's like, it was so wet. And he just says this like he says it, and everyone just dies laughing. And so then they made a sign like so wet, like s o o o like iconic four os and then wet. And they started like r- like running this sign around everywhere at festivals. And it started getting like crazy attention from like any main photographer at these festivals was like getting their photos at main stage or whatever it was. And it would like blow up online. So they actually kind of got famous throughout like the festival community, at least in our, like Western BC. And so then they started like a page and now they have like a following and it's like this like rad little collective and they sell a bunch of merch and Justin Martin of dirty bird, like rocks all their shit and like literally will like, like really like support them. Like every time they're at his sets, he like grabs the sign and will like run around on stage Uh with it. And, um, but yeah, so then they started a label and it's just mainly focused for, uh, for house music. And so I've been sitting on like two or three housey tunes that I never really had a place for. And, um, and they asked me, they're like, hey, do you have any music you want to release? So I finished one more. And, uh, and so now we have this like very chill kind of summer house EP. It's four tracks, um, everything from one, I think it's 112 to like 120 or maybe 118. So, transition tracks, Megan. Hey. And, uh, hey. and yeah, like, it's, it's, it's got tons of, like, it has, like, a samba influence. It's got, like, a very classic piano, like a Biza kind of house influence. Um, if you need any saxophone. I'm wondering, does it, yeah, does, is it, did I get any horns in there? No, but, yes, I do, like, you can't replicate good horns, man. Nope. And so, I yeah. Thank lesson. God. Yeah. Thank
1: God. I don't even yeah. try i got be out of a
3: job. It's hard, man. It's really, really hard. You have to be like really careful. But anyways.
1: Has some really good. um, No, they
3: don't. They suck.
2: Good, good, saxophones. No, <laughs>
3: oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm just trying. I'm trying to keep my job. Is all. Wait, Mega. Is this the friend that is this? Is, is this your pal that you said plays sax?
1: This is yeah. From, this there.
3: Here.
1: This is my guitarist, and this is
3: my. Oh stuff. my god! I never knew that. Why didn't you bring that up? Like
1: <laughs> I said? I'm sorry. I thought you know, uh, knew what that
3: was. God damn, I know what the Bermudas are. Yeah, yeah totally. I, I didn't know that. That's where you guys were. Oh, wait, there oh, wait, we wait. go. Hold on.
2: Maybe Should I do it. But have you seen pictures? No,
1: absolutely not. No, just Never coming not up. Just like- Thank <laughs> God. Our management finally could put the kibosh on Kish taking his shirt off on stage. They were like, no, <laughs> no more. And I was like, no,
3: God. It's like it. an actual management <laughs> decision.
1: You encouraged me to do it the first time.
3: No. Oh my God. Yeah, That's funny because it's
1: long, it, and then you started doing it uh, the whole set every whoa, single whoa, whoa, time. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, I do it because actually, I honestly like to do it because I, when I'm sweating on stage and I'm really hot and I'm moving I don't care stage. about
1: your I'm hot excuse. We're it's all not hot. A, Grow your hair <laughs> half feet long and then come talk to me, okay? It's You're fucking hot up there, and, I, and we both know too.
2: Try and jump around with a saxophone, 5,000 pound saxophone from your neck. You are. <laughs> Work out. <laughs> out
3: oh you work out so what is this coming out when it when is it is it is out it came out like two fridays ago i think i'll send you guys a link on here yeah um but yeah it's fun stuff and i think it's uh all the tunes are very like they sit probably at like a five out of ten to six out of ten as far as like chill to banger i think that they're very well rounded and they're definitely more mix friendly than my other stuff i usually don't like making Forty-five second intros to songs. I'd rather just let the DJ figure that out. You know, That's Some a very spot
1: house though. Anytime I teach someone to DJ, we go with house because
3: it's the but yeah yeah. How did you learn how to like? I, I started with trance and like that the, all Me those too. music. It's like made to mix. Like it's you know yeah.
1: I'm like literally was right now staring at my above and beyond group therapy. Oh no way! Tonal piercing the quiet and piercing the quiet remixed albums over on the shelf. And speaking of that. Um, last week, I had a phone call with Christina Soto, who's going to sing on one of my new tracks. No
3: way. And nice. it blows
1: my mind. Holy
3: shit, yeah. On the
1: Piercing the Quiet album with Tritonal, which was like my first favorite <laughs> trance album of all time. She sings on Lifted, their first track. And oh, it's so weird to have talked to her. It's unbelievable. I'm so excited.
3: Holy shit, yeah. I actually, I remixed a tune of hers from Symbionic. Oh, really? And uh, I remember messaging him being like, I because he... You could tell he wanted something like probably a bit more like like the stuff I was writing back then, a bit more like kind of funk bangerish. And I ended up writing him being like, dude, I want to remix this one. I want to make something really chill. He was kind of like, oh, like, okay, that's sweet. But like, you know, you could tell he was kind of hoping for something a bit more rowdy. And uh, but it was her vocals, hundred percent, where I was like, I need to write, I want to do something with her because uh fuck she's yeah, good. Fantastic, dude. Yeah, she's yeah. so good. And actually on that note, like we're talking and we might do, I'll probably release an EP on his label in the future. That's I just awesome. kind of told them that I want to get my ball rolling with school and kind of figure out what my schedule is going to be like, yeah, and I cool. think that I'll be able to write more music than ever before. Whoa. And then, uh, so yeah, Gravitas. Then are you yeah
1: doing? awesome yeah. yeah.
3: And we yeah. might do a sample. Awesome. We might do a sample pack. Really? So
1: that'd be super tight. So yeah. our management, uh, Cole. We actually were vetted by Jesse Breda, who owns Pivotal. Our manager. Okay. Who owns Gravitas?
3: Holy shit. So Jesse yep.
1: Breda and John Bircham own Gravitas together. Yeah. And then J, uh, Jesse and Cole run Pivotal Agency, which is our management company. So that's how I found all of it is that um, I think my last management, when we put out our, our first full length, um, my, my manager, Jamie, introduced me to Jesse Breda to uh, um, pitch having one of the singles come out on gravitas so we got don't worry signed onto gravitas and then i started talking to jesse and they started throwing my name around i said something about how i was interested and pivotal and maybe someday that could happen he's like oh yeah, yeah. I've been watching you for like months and <laughs> it all kind of like just snowballed but yeah so
3: dude that's unreal
1: well we just met them for the first time yeah. when we played in austin for euphoria recently i got to meet like I've met John several yeah. times, uh, nice Symbionic, guys. but uh, yeah. met Jesse for the first time and met Cole for the first time and all that. So that was really, really cool. Welcome to that's the That's sick.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. That's unreal. Yeah, John seems like such a rad dude every time we speak online or on Twitter or something. It's,
1: he's so he's smart a really nice and a really, guy. really nice dude. Um, yeah. yeah. And they're doing a bunch of showcases down here actually this year, so with featuring all their artists. So that'll be a really cool little thing. They're popping it all over the country. So nice.
3: Yeah. Shout outs to them. That's unreal.
1: Maybe they'll come up to Canada soon.
3: Yeah. It'd be really nice to get you guys to see, see you more in Canada, but it's just such a, we're such a big goddamn country. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm
3: very jealous of the States
1: on three festivals there this summer later in like September.
3: So you I'm are, mm-hmm. yeah. What areas?
1: Um, Rifflandia is announced. So I'll totally, yeah. we'll be there. And then, um, I think there's another one in BC and then, no way. Um, I don't remember the names of them right now. Two of them aren't announced, so I can't really go into it.
3: But okay. Yeah, yeah, Twice
1: in BC and then one somewhere else that I'm not recalling right now. I It might be, Calgary. I'm not sure.
3: Ooh, yeah. Calgary's a fun place. Rifflandia is definitely hype. That'll be awesome. Congrats.
1: There's a Westwood showcase going on out there. So it should be pretty nice.
3: Victoria's rad. I've I've played it twice and it's like, it just actually feels like its own festival town. Like it's, it's weird. Like you just got like really rad artsy people out there. And then, and then you have like the retirement community, but like they, they can't be bothered because they're all killing it. And then it's like, yeah, you have like a really artsy kind of niche. It's a wicked part of Canada and it's so beautiful there.
1: Shambhala is?
3: No, Shambhala is in Salmo, BC, I think, or around there. And um, no, that's like, you got to probably drive, like from where I'm at, you got to drive, I think, about eight hours to get to Shambhala. And then from like most parts in BC, it's probably like under four, four or five hours. Tom's last year, didn't you? No, I've, I haven't been played. I haven't been asked to play. Um, nice. I, I, the fun counters brought me out as like a guest and, um, and I just camped with them and we like had a little jam on their campsite, but it wasn't nothing official. Yeah. That's um, nice. well
1: I'm sure you'll pop on there soon. You're like perfect. Oh. Fractal, fractal extravaganza.
3: Well, we'll see. Cause I'm, it's weird. Cause my music, I've been sent a video of my music being played there literally for like the last six years. And like from big artists too, like not just like friends, like, people who really like tune into West, like West side yeah. Canadian music. Um, and I've, I've even spoken with some of the stage managers, but it's a bit political and it's a bit, um, it's like the timing will work out when it works out, but uh,
1: yeah,
3: you know, it's, know it's, is for sure. yeah, it's kind of one of those ones where it's like, ah, I'm sure one day it will happen. And when it does, I'm going to like show up correct and like for be sure. ready to, do my thing, but
1: about electric forest, I'm not like preoccupied, right. it, even though it's all anybody is ever like, Why aren't you playing at that? That's exactly what you should be playing at. Like, yeah, I'm saying that is how I'm gonna get there.
3: <laughs> it's weird, man. Like, you, oh, you guys you know, yes, Jesus, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like, it's like you want to be tossed a to bone, but when it happens, it'll happen. Like, you know, defunct, right?
1: Oh, yeah, I was just gonna like, say, Logan did the same exact thing with the fractal forest, I felt like, or playing shams.
3: He, he should have been one of the first Canadian. dudes playing Sham. Like, it's like, you couldn't have had a more like Canadian funk artist doing more work. Like that guy, how many feet, like full lengths does that guy have? Like four or five? Logan? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like he has tons of albums. Like, he puts in serious work. Yeah. And like the dude played Red Rocks before he played Sham, yeah. And like that, that blows my mind. It's like, yeah. how did you not book this dude like five or six years ago? Right. Well, also right, sticky was right.
1: like, Tyler was playing his stuff and and I'm sure as well with yours forever. And same with uh Oh yeah. Wobble. You wobble and um and Logan. I feel like are constantly in the Sham mixes that I listen to. You know, be it like Evans mix like Slink or Yeah, totally or whoever, Funk Hunters, you're all in there all the time. So Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool though, because I think Westwood's like it's bigger than ever and it's so well run that um like, shout out to Westwood, seriously. Yeah, but sure. uh, yeah, you it. know, like, they're going to just get bigger and bigger showcases. And then eventually, I think that that's when all those dots will start to connect. Yeah. And it'll be so much more fun because then it's like you're, it's going to be like, Party. exactly. And then, like, I think the expectation will be there too of like, this is a Westwood thing. And then it's like, we can all hit the ground running and like go full. do bring that book. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. And there's definitely room for someone else to step up. I feel like, and take the place of what all good had going on in terms of a label. Like,
3: yeah, is, you-
1: they just, uh, what I heard was I, I was talking to Jordan Kleiman who, cause, okay, this is super frustrating because I had finally signed a song to them. Yeah,
3: yeah. I know we, we talked about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then like literally <sighs> I bugged Jordan like a couple months after we'd sent over like the final, pre-master to be like hey how's the master coming do we have any deets on release and he's like um i'm no longer affiliated with grizz or all good and all good is pretty much no longer a thing good luck like
3: oh man yeah
1: so i don't know really what's going on i've heard little rumors here and there that they are um gonna come back but that being said yeah, there definitely, uh, I feel like, is a little hole in the community in terms of like a reliable label label that's putting out funk and stuff like that. And Westwood is like doing a really good job of filling that. And as they get bigger, I
3: feel like totally yeah, a Westwood's thing. definitely the one that people think about first because actually, like I always, it was Westwood all good and low temp, but low temp has always gone into like a bit more of like a, I don't know, like it's just definitely like it's it's sometimes not even funk music. It's just like that's yeah, very w-
1: pop, hip hop. I don't know, even
3: yeah but yeah it could be really poppy or it could be even sometimes i hear it and it's just full-on bass music like just crazy bass music that might have like the odd funk sample but really it's just bass music and uh yeah so i think it would be cool to see all good come back because they're so great but um yeah i don't know it's a bummer that that, that's the way it happened for you i think that'll
1: happen there's a giant (laughs)
3: shift
2: with the live music thing and you know we all kind of like Seems like on Westwood, uh, somebody always has something doing on stage besides DJing. You know what I mean? You got the decks and
3: uh, oh yeah, kind of K-Lab, man.
1: Yeah, K- yeah K-Lab, Caleb.
3: lab is, is just like
1: Logan plays the roly you know, and Lil Lil a drum pad, yeah. pad sometimes. Mm-hmm. The Funk so Hunters like, do their own visuals. It's all, it offers that crazy.
2: extra <laughs> like little bit of like you know like liveness that I think people are craving. So you know, yeah, it comes full effect. Everyone's like, oh Westwood. But,
3: yeah, hundred percent and you guys would know better than anyone but just like the the live aspect is what people connect with yeah. you know what i mean and what was really cool actually this is funny and you guys can take a, take something away from this if you'd like but it was me defunk and moon tricks and we did like these like this like three to four halloween show run um, i think like last year maybe the year before and uh defunk was always like the main dude it would be like me warming things up with like hip hop and things like that just like regular turntablism and then Moontrix would go and they would like set the tone for like something way more live. And then Defunct would go and you would just do like big, like wow, wow. grizz yeah. style, like yeah. banger stuff. Right. But every show, like without a doubt, without fail, um, Moon tricks they did this section in their live set where it's literally like bluegrass banjo and a fucking kick drum wow. and that's it. And it, it popped off bigger than any song every time. Like it was like the entire, whatever it was a club or like a bar, wherever we were playing, everyone stomping it like picture like the entire place stomping on the ground losing their minds so like Sean Sean doing like a banjo solo over a kick drum like not even like a really well processed kick drum like just a very regular kick drum and i would always look at Logan and just be like there you go like it doesn't matter how well we could produce a tune in the end people are just going to connect to something that like Sounds really cool. Right. But it's, it was hilarious.
1: So unpredictable too, dude. Like, man, uh, this (laughs) weekend I played two different festivals and one was over here in the Midwest and one was over on the East coast. And it's obviously like there's different demographics in different areas of the country for sure. In terms of what people are like listening to and digging and stuff like that just always really interesting to play a song and have it pop off somewhere and then fly somewhere and play the same exact fucking song and have everyone stare at you like what the fuck are you doing
3: totally yeah
1: yeah it's people are weird (laughs) do
3: you guys have any like little like hooks or main things that you can rely on when you're playing if you feel like you've lost momentum or do you have any like uh like tricks up your sleeve Or i
2: start interacting with the crowd more if like i feel different i'll go into the crowd and play sax or something like that or just kind of like that's really cool. You know, like, oh, give high fives or something like that. Trying like, to, you know. I, or I'll go and pass a joint to, like, Megan or something
3: like that if we're in Denver.
1: Pass a joint to Megan. <laughs> you go pass it. That's <laughs> boring. Give Megan weed. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or Monster. Or,
1: I don't know. I just try to find what makes people dance the most. Yeah in that the same all, vein you know djing <laughs> yeah i was like try, someone was trying to get me to describe like how you do that the other day i was like i don't know you dj you, like, <laughs> off my shirt. you find what people want and you play more of it hello
3: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: it's nice it's to be able it. to do that though because a lot of a lot of the like live ableton trigger sampling like multi-piece bands that are getting popular right now their set is very
3: it's rigid stuck. yeah it's rigid very rigid and it's yeah. like
1: yeah there's no deviating from it and right. and i mean it's it's fine because most of those i mean you know you can think of who like what kind of bands i would be kind of talking about but um usually they're doing like long tours with that set so it's fine you know they're not popping around right. playing like boring people by playing the same thing over and over again or something like that but at the same time, yeah, I think it provides a rigidity that you can't really get away from. And if you were to realize that this BPM is not working for wherever you are or whatever, yeah. there's really no way to get out of that. You're stuck doing the same thing that you have programmed and that's kind of that. So it's really nice to have that freedom where it's like, this isn't fucking working. Let's mix out and let's find a new BPM. Yeah. Let's do something else. Like Totally. So it's that's always, nice. To have that. That's
2: why I love playing with you is because I remember... Uh, two weeks before. I yeah, I'll throw that.
1: them curveballs all the time. Oh, if something's not it. working and we've been rehearsing <laughs> a set. I don't care. I'll just like, play what something is this else. Song?
2: this is your voice. You never even showed this song to me. I love
3: <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's, that's so rad though and actually really refreshing to hear that you guys like have that confidence in, in yourself yeah, and that you're, that you're willing to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. percent have been
1: fucking with them for so long that they just used to it. When we first started yeah. out, I didn't even give them set lists. I was this just yeah. like... <gasps> just jam yeah kind of like communicating about what keys things are in but now they've like developed hand motions for what keys stuff are in so they don't have to actually talk to each other they've nice. sung so many times also at this point they mostly know unless yeah. i'm like hey, have, here's a song you've never heard right before right get with it like yeah,
3: you know, yeah.
2: Uh, it just like go like after meeting megan um i, I met her uh came to her, her apartment over at her old place and and she's uh after meeting her she's like okay you're gonna come to infrasound in two weeks and play and i'm like what and I didn't have any set list or anything. I was just like, okay, I think I, I think I can do this. And yeah. there and just, yeah, being a jazz player, I mean, your dad knows this. Um, you should just be able to just adapt and improv. And, and I think totally. Improvise. And all, we all just improv, improvise our way through it. Just kind of.
3: Oh, that's huge, man. I would love to see that. Yeah. I'm going to see so that soon. Fun.
1: Yeah. But then we also have, I have these looks I give the you're <laughs> out of key look. <laughs> <They do laughs> well as or, well. <laughs> hey, stop,
3: settle down. Like, or,
1: or yeah, you're out of time or something. They'll see my head just kind of jerk over. She doesn't over. have like <laughs> James it's Brown like used to do. And There's i one. say, that's $5 <laughs> off your pay, you fox.
3: <laughs> 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 that's funny. We have fun. Even though no, but in the end, it's gen- all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's genuine, though. And then fuck, it's all that matters.
1: Yeah, no. I think it's right? us. We're like siblings. So, yeah. Cool. I Sweet. Can't wait for when we get to play a show together. That'll be yeah. tight.
3: Oh, man, it'll be good. Yeah. Hopefully we'll post graduation
1: coming up that you want to plug real quick or, um, in like a month or so, or a couple months?
3: Um, nothing date, no dates that are actually significant, but I would say to anyone listening, just keep your eyes peeled for Westwood stuff and whether that's going to be, uh, the free release that we'll do. And then hypnosis with Megan, um, that's going to be, I think that's probably, I've never invested more time or even just money into, into a project. And that video is really, really cool. I don't really do anything in the video to be honest. And it would have been really cool to have you there yeah I'll like sing
1: hard, yeah.
3: but that's a lot of money as well but yeah. <laughs> but we have my dad and bob Tilsley, who are like two heavyweights in western canada and you'll see them jam in the video which is really cool um so that should be maybe late summer early fall so i think keep your eyes peeled for that and then yeah if you like house music check out the sunny lazy Pete that you can find on my soundcloud Awesome. and thank
1: you soundcloud if you're listening to this there's yeah. flavors link in the description so go listen to his music after this you fuckers
3: yeah fuckers <laughs> <laughs> yeah perfect all
1: right well thanks for hanging out with us man we really appreciate yeah,
3: it was a blast yeah
1: yeah we'll have you back after you drop some 100 you make a movie <laughs>
3: yeah yeah <laughs> so we'll talk yeah we'll talk film
1: yeah sounds one. good well have a great day dude
3: 100 so- okay we'll chat soon guys
1: Bye-bye. see you later Thank you, Jordan, for coming and hanging out with us, even though we are ridiculous. Um, but we will talk yeah. to you again soon when you release some dank-ass new music, it sounds like.
0: I want to I talk to him about uh, how his sound design for film is going. Yeah. I'm curious to, uh, to catch up with him on that, because that has always really been intriguing to me, Like that type of a job.
1: Yeah, for it sure. It reminds
0: me of that movie, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, what he did. Remember yeah. his job? How depressing! <laughs> like, how depressing! And he was like, womp, 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 yeah. womp, 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 "Womp and adding like the Seinfeld baseline into like depressing or like intimidating
2: moments, <laughs> just fucking it up. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I just want to go out there and help you move, so I can just kick it with you and uh, check out and the hang out uh, Vancouver, in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yep. Vancouver is sweet. And yeah.
1: shout out Mila Kunis. <gasps> yeah, Mila Kunis. <laughs> mm. Yeah. All right anyway, well, that was enough for now. That's, that's all for now. that. That's what do we, hey, we got? We're We're this? This be, no, no. Hey, what do we, we got coming? up? this
0: is going to be No, hey, what do we got coming? What do we got coming up?
1: Um, we have, uh, we'll be in Sioux Falls this weekend, the day that this comes out. So tonight we'll be in Sioux Falls, tonight, um,
0: for their beer fest.
1: Yeah. For the 605 summer classic Can where we we'll be
2: just travel
0: opening the future? for
1: Bonnie and yeah. Clyde. And, um, then the next week we'll be at Priceless. Priceless. So That's if you're in going Belden- in town, if you live in the Bay area or in NorCal, NorCal. you should come check it out. And but we'll I mean, just be kicking it in San Francisco ticket, too.
0: Yeah. Cause it's already sold out. But if you are in San Francisco and you're just out in a boot, just give Pat a ring. I'll here. We'll here's, be there. here's his phone he number. You might run into us. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to give out your what phone number. What else we got? There. We got some stuff in July. That's a ways out. Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll do that on later. Um, later ones. But um, that's, yeah. That's What do you got?
0: You're going to be in, uh, you oh, got some season. solo yeah, next gigs. Next week, I'll be yeah. in
1: Colorado. Yeah, so on Tuesday and Wednesday, I'll be uh, at Hody's Half Note on Tuesday with DeFunk. And then on Wednesday, in the Cervantes Ballroom for the first time with DeFunk. And I hear there's a little special surprise in store for that one that I can't talk about. So that will be really exciting. And in more exciting news, I learned how to play Settlers of Catan. So me and Pat have been playing lately. I'm playing tonight with some people. It's gonna be awesome.
2: I also know how to play that game. So invite me in. I've only played twice and I'm really good.
1: Mm. I whooped Pat's ass the other day. No way. Yeah yeah how
2: fast like how fast i totally board? risked hey, was about like an hour i'm monopolized oh, right. half the board
1: because <laughs> sixes yeah. get the brickses. anyway Ooh. Yep. Oh. all right well thanks for hanging out in the green room we'll see you in a couple weeks or a week or we'll see you soon with wanna, a I wanna new dope sooner. guest
2: <laughs> want to see him sooner and uh,
1: but anyway, for yeah. now go listen to our older podcast and also brass tracks has a new song out so go listen to it it's awesome all right love you bye
2: bye okay bye